Hey, hey, you guys. <laughs> Sean. Hey, it's Mike. Uh, <laughs> hi, it's Matt. Let's <laughs> see how awkward we can get. Uh, ranks for nothing. We're going to do a good old-fashioned roundup this week. It's good been a while. Fashion. It's been a while. I guess it's hey been job. before uh, we did all the best ofs. It's yes. probably been about a month or two. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds about At least right. a month. At least. Yeah. Got it. Damn. Award season takes a quite a while. Yeah. Fucking ruins shit. us. That's right. We'll have like three months of like nothing but lists now. <laughs> yeah. There'll be nothing else to do. <laughs> Random favorite oh, cereals shit. again or something. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Well, let's just get into the fucking thick of it. Let's do picks of the week. Sean, you're up first. Picks of the week. Um, my pick is a fabulous one. <laughs> my pick. <laughs> um, it's a Netflix show, but it's called Lunatics. It's with a new? comedian. Um, within a year or two, it came. It had come out. Okay. Um, it's a comedian by the name of Chris Lilly. I've never seen his. Tim do anything else. He has a couple other shows and like one movie or two that he did. But okay. he's essentially just a character actor and a character like comedian. Okay. Um, so he has like these like different characters that he plays and it's the season is 10 episodes long. He has five or six characters that just are c- constant through the whole series and it just follows up on each storyline. So it kind of like okay. jumps around a little bit character to character. Which is kind of cool. Kind of sounds like Sasha Baron Cohen. When he just did it is. Like it is. G and did a bunch of like yeah. If you had a show stuff. with like Borat and four other characters and just made yeah, a storyline yeah. for each, and that's the whole season. Okay, that's the thing. That's like the probably the most thing I like closest thing I could, could compare it to. But um, so it's not really like quite sketch comedy, but it's I don't know what to call that. I don't. Know. Gotcha. It's almost like Chappelle's characters or something. And, you know, they yeah, but it's just the like season. storylined about yeah. rather than. Gotcha. Yeah, actually, backstories and ongoing like events and shit like that too, which is kind of fucking funny. Okay. Um, two of them are kind of like, eh, I could really do without. But there's like, so he does us uh, this twelve year old kid named Gavin, uh, who's probably the best. Um, he has a fashion. <laughs> dis- it's almost like it's each character is like a different like type of culture of like human. So, okay. <laughs> like, one's, like, the 12-year-old kid, he, like, try, he grows up and, like, hey, every, like, you know, when this is going to be all yours someday, and it's, like, a fucking town or in a huge mansion, he pretty much runs the fucking city or some shit like that. Like, uh, almost like how, like, princes come up, you know, to be kings. Okay, everything. yeah, yeah. Uh, he's the next heir in the estate. That's that's what he gets it. But, uh, yeah, there's that kid, and then there's a fucking, fucking crazy-ass fashion designer dude. His name is Keith Dick. Uh, <laughs> he fucking eventually like he takes over his wife's father's fashion like clothing store and he just tries to run this fucking like ridiculous brand and he eventually just changes the store to my dick it's so fucking <laughs> funny <laughs> uh, it's so good so many dick jokes just hilarious oh and he also bangs a cash register he has this weird like thing ah what the fuck did they objectophile he just like fucks objects like a vacuum or a cash register it's fucking hilarious. Uh, he essentially What's with this marries dude that has really long legs. What's this guy? Oh like? my god, that's good too. So that is a girl that he plays who's like eighteen. Okay. She's seven foot three, and he pretty much walks on stilts and has these giant legs. And then yeah. he's the upper body, you know, or like the most half. But yeah, 
she just has really gigantic legs and her and her sister go to college and obviously she gets made fun of and gets her hair stuck in a ceiling fan and gets wrapped around <laughs> and they have to like cut it off. Uh, it's fucking unreal. It's so fucking smart, like brilliant of a show. Uh, there's a crazy dog lady who's like a celebrity, like, oh, I'll come in and talk to your dogs because I can communicate with dogs. Um, that one's okay. Um, let's see what else is there. He does, there's another, oh, the fucking real estate dude who's also a DJ. Holy fuck. <laughs> this dude's name is DJ, like DJ Cunt with a Q. <laughs> and he just DJs his own house showings. It, <laughs> then uh, he has three brothers. They all have giant weird asses. <laughs> it's so fucking silly. But it's uh, just it like, like a, it almost looks like they stuff like, like a pillow the hall or some shit. A little yeah. bit, yeah, yeah. Like it seems very like. At times, I can't tell if like he's acting, but he's the only one that's like in it. Everybody else is just like, what he. Is this guy for real? Yeah, like, yeah, they don't yeah, know yeah, him know type of thing. Mean. It's fucking... It's pretty cool. That's funny. Oh, there's so many fucking good one-liners. The the 12-year-old Gavin kid that he fucking plays, he's just, like, got this huge fucking beer belly, this fucking silly mullet haircut, and he just tries... He's 12, so he just talks not like a 12-year-old. He's like, ah, trying to smash lit fam. <laughs> trying, trying to fuck heap of chicks, but gotta wait till my dong is bigger. It's so fucking stupid. <laughs> and at the at the end of the very last episode, he's like on the he's like skyping with something on the computer with one of his friends or his cousin. Uh, and he's just he's like, uh, "This is where my dick was before uh, I measured it again." And it's like it's a little bit bigger, but every millimeter counts. <laughs> so fucking funny. Oh man, Sean, were you high every time you watched this show? No, I watched it so I watched it sober since. Like, okay. <laughs> I think we watched the whole season within the span of three nights. We were in Colorado last week. But I don't I feel like I was just seeing the same like two episodes over and over again. <laughs> but uh <laughs> I saw more than I remember, but I I've watched it sober since. It's fucking like front to back. It's fucking classic. Oh, Jesus. It's still really good. And I'm not even one for like foreign comedy really like that shit at all. Like British comedy I, I don't I don't get. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm not a big British comedy fan. Is he yeah. British? No, he's Australian. Ah, uh, okay. What a breath of fresh it's air, Aussie. right? Aussie, eh? Yeah. But yeah, the real estate duty place is just like, it's like a Brad and Chad dilemma, like, or scenario, where him and his, like, two other brothers, they just get into, like, stupid shit. And they have these, That's like, funny. this, uh, <laughs> this fucking, um, everybody puts their hands in and, like, you know, do the, the quack, quack, quack with their hands. Duck, ducks, ducks. <laughs> yeah. That one, but he's just like, the boys, the boys, the boys, the boys, the boys. <laughs> It's, it's like their little fucking song when they're all just like partying and hanging out. It's retarded. <laughs> and then uh, Keith Dick has one. The show's actually going to be funny for me or just listening to Sean talk about it. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. I'll just explain every episode. Right <laughs> 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 uh, I, I feel like I'd rather want to listen to that than actually watch this show. Dude, it, it's fucking, <laughs> it's so good. Oh, my God. Brilliant. Oh, funny. Brilliant. Brilliant. You just got to watch. It's almost like. It's hard to interact, like react and like uh, quote if like no one has ever seen it that you're around. But like our whole yeah, Colorado yeah, trip, everybody was in the know at that point. So we're just everybody was in the know. Yeah, <laughs> it just made it so much fucking funnier. Uh, that's funny. Uh, that's good. Oh shit! 
All right. My pick of the week is, uh, it was kind of tough. I had a lot of things that were like pretty good. Nothing that was like amazing. A lot of things that were really good. But, uh, so I stuck with, um, the Hulu show in and of itself with, uh, Derek yes. Delgadio. Yeah. That's how you say it. It's more of a movie. Yeah. It's so, like a, it's a, it's weird. I would almost put this into like documentary. Um, I don't know. It's like a filmed, like stage show, like a one man. Yeah, it's it's like an off Broadway thing. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. kind of like a it's like a one man show performance art magic philosophy thing. <laughs> totally. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's it's really interesting though. Like the whole thing kind of roll revolves around the story that he tells at the beginning with the revolves around this thing called the Rulatista, and it's a. At first, I was thinking it was like a sailor metaphor for like drinking yourself to death or any kind of like slow death or something like that. I mm-hmm. guess, like basically, it's like flirting with disaster is kind of what it what it boils down to. That you're you're always playing kind of Russian roulette with life, basically. Mm-hmm. Like all these things you're doing could kill you, but uh, you know maybe it's alcohol, maybe it's fucking whatever. But uh, there's a couple of really interesting things about this. It's kind of like telling his own story through this whole one-man show. And um, mixed in with that, he does some magic, and it's kind of just like a... I don't know. It's 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 fun. It's kind of funny. It's kind of kind of heartwarming. It's kind of heartbreaking at times. But uh, there's a lot of really interesting things. Like, throughout this, like, every show he had, he has his book log where he gets one fan to recap what happened in the show, and then they leave and they don't see the ending. And then they get to come back the next night and they get to see the whole show and the ending. And then the book goes to someone new. So there's like this unreliable narrator book log, which is kind of interesting. And uh, they kind of decide the ending of the show when they write their thing. So basically they're like, all right, recap the show and then tell me what you think is going to happen to the end. And uh, it's interesting to like they start reading it and then at some point in the show, then uh, it's kind of interesting to see how it actually plays out versus how they think it's going to play out. And it's, it's kind of fun. Um, but there's like six different stories that happen throughout this whole thing that, that the show kind of revolves around. There's one about a poker game, which I think was probably my favorite. That was pretty of cool. Everything. Uh, yeah. You know, all the card tricks and shit. Yeah. That story's nuts. Yeah. And he basically, which I don't know if it's a hundred percent true, but it sounds like it's coming from pretty, from it sounds pretty accurate. His life. <laughs> yeah. Where he uh he basically learned how to count and cut cards and how to deal. He was like the dealer for like an underground poker thing, and he would give the right cards to the right people so that he was fixing the game basically. But uh, he got so good at it that no one really knew that he was fixing the game. So, um, but uh, it was just interesting because you know the way he was handling those cards makes me never want to trust a card dealer. Like that just seems like <laughs> Dude, like yeah. the shit I couldn't that he was tell doing. If he was pulling from the top or the bottom or both no. at the same time. Yeah. Yep. Holy it was fuck. fucking nuts. Yeah, yeah you lose it real quick. It's so fast. That's just like, yeah, that's just fucks. That fucks with me. That just makes me seem like I wouldn't trust the dealer at all. Like, yeah. that's just crazy. Yeah. No fucking way I'm ever playing cards. How can you table. control? <laughs> how can the fuck? How the yeah. fuck can you control the cards like that? Yeah. Like I guess that's why. I guess that's why in casinos now they have that thing where like the card comes out of the table and they deal it. Yeah. So there's like literally no like hand no way to cheat shit it. Yeah. like that anymore. Yeah. Kind of fucking crazy. I feel like they've been using that for a long time now. Yeah, I think they yeah, have. I mean, I, I think as soon as that technology was available, that that's the safest ago. way to play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's but, uh, yeah, there's a lot of shit. Like the mom story was heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. There's this like letter bit, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, all of it's sad, really. 
<laughs> yeah. God, yeah. But it's I was so great. That, like what the he, it says like they recorded like uh or they didn't record it, but he did like 500 shows or something like that. Yeah. And, and they recorded a bunch of them. But yeah, it was like 581 shows or something like that. And it's like if he was that emotional each fucking show, it's like god, how is did he not like blow his brains out already? <laughs> He's got to be so depressing doing that show. Yeah, I think that's why it's like it's probably based on some sort of fact, but I think it's still an act and I think it's still like at a, at some point you're you're not like you're over it, you know what I mean? Like you have to kind of do that and like it's Yeah. But I could still see how it could still take a toll on you, you know what I mean? Yeah, I was gonna say you're still crying sure. at the end, so it's like fuck. Yeah. Yeah. yeah still sure. still hits him emotionally every time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It was very interesting. Like some of that like uh letters thing and like when you know talking is like, Oh, this is my dad or letter you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that shit was like a little bit that's where I like I didn't buy in as much during that. It was a yeah. cool trick. I don't know how I understand but I, how that fucking works. I think I, yeah. I bought in because of that trick. I was like, how the fuck did they pick yeah. that card? Yeah, that, that was kind out? of a turning point for me. That was, but that that's was kind the of mind thing. blown. Yeah. That's the thing, though. Like, to me, it's a trick. Like, there's there's some catch there. Something you know what I mean? And I think on. that's what, like, not took me out of it, but it was just like, all right. Like, that's what, like, I mean, he's a magician. He does all this shit. Yeah. So it's like, it's built into his whole act that that's kind of what it is. But it kind of, like, it just felt too, like, I'm a psychic, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, or a like uh, kind of thing. yeah, I, yeah. What was that shit like? Um, like Sylvia Brown or some shit, you know what I mean? Like, Long they did the psychic tricks and yeah, and basically they would do like little, um, like it was all fixed from the beginning. Usually it was like they would screen people at the beginning and then they would find out what they had and then there'd be an earpiece and they would, you know, mm-hmm. like the whole televangelist thing and then they would. Oh, so really? that's that's the only part that I didn't like because it felt like that. It felt like oh. those like ruses where they were ripping people off. I mean, obviously he's not ripping people off, so it's not no. like, uh, you know, it's not, uh, like, it's not okay. done in a mean way or anything. No. But yeah. uh, it reminded me of those things that did rip people off, and that yeah. that kind of left a bad taste just because of that. Like there was some kind of like but, con, uh, con artist like influence here or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, yeah, and it sucked because I guess like. They, it's even though they might not have been ripped off by money or anything like that, or you know they're like, oh, yeah, do this and then donate money to me. But it was it, depending on how if it is, obviously it's some sort of fake. It's it's not supernatural. There's no fucking sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. But uh, unless he's an alien, yeah, walking yeah, among us. <laughs> <laughs> so, but at that point, he's still like taking like an emotional toll from these people, which kind of sucks. But if it doesn't bother them, it doesn't bother yeah, me. Whatever makes good TV. Yeah, yeah. But uh if yeah, like if, if it touches them in a positive way, who cares if it's a trick? It's, yeah. It still works, you know what I mean? But still it's like how the fuck did he pull that off though? Cuz those envelopes yeah. were sealed. Mhm. And how and like at first like you can tell like when they're reading it, it's pretty vague like it could be for anybody, but then once they start yeah, like yeah, yeah. throwing in like little nicknames from like their dad or their sister or whatever, it's like how the fuck did they pull that off? Yeah. Yeah. And part of that could just be like the fucking, you know, editing wise, they might have done maybe they recorded 200 of those and they only showed us 20 of them yeah you know like I mean? the so, ones that actually worked <laughs> yeah, yeah, ones, yeah yeah that's true or the ones that worked better you know what yeah. i mean because I, I guarantee they're all vague enough to work on some front you know what i mean uh, but uh i was yeah. i was thinking it's all like i was thinking that like while i was watching it's like this is kind of like those clips you see people posting on like reddit of like their house is haunted and it's all from their yeah. perspective but it's like you don't see what's yeah. behind the door it could be their little brother fucking pulling the door it's, yeah <laughs> Yep, exactly. It's it, regardless of the chick, though. It's it was a nice sentimental thing. It, it made it kind of sweet, and you know whatever. Yeah. But uh, 
it could just be a really good memorization trick too. You know what I mean? I, that's what I was knows, thinking. There's... But then I was like, fuck, when he does that bit at the end of like everyone standing yeah. up in the audience, it's like, how the fuck yep. is he able to memorize all those fucking taglines? Yeah, that's insane. That whole, that whole I am part, like I feel like that could be it. Because I thought it was weird that they brought out that stack of cards of like what they all are. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. They brought it out like two acts before that when he was doing a card trick at a table. And he never used those cards really. Except oh. that he called out a couple people. It's like, oh, who's the ninja or something yeah, like that? Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, randomly. And in my head, I was like, he's doing something with those cards from now to the end of the show. Like, they're there. No one really knows what they are or what they're doing, but he's doing something with those. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, like they, it could have even been like, that's the order that he's going to call them. Like, that mm-hmm. top card's in seat one, the second card's yeah. in seat two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was kind of thinking that. And all he has to do is memorize those before the end of the show. Yeah. And that's the way cards. that he works and the way that his act is, I believe he could do that. You know what I mean? Oh, man. That's impressive, though. If, if, if that's yeah, just yeah, all yeah. conversation. No, totally. no fucking yeah. way. Yeah. And the other thing that is like, maybe they always seat these people in that order. You know what I mean? Like, who the fuck knows? I don't know. Yeah, I was thinking that. But, but like, if everyone picks their card from the get-go. Like true. If, yeah, that's true. If me and you yeah. go. And if it is seat assigned by the card, me and you wouldn't be sitting together kind of thing. And that's when that's I would true. know yeah, yeah. it was off. Like something's Yeah, that's fishy. something's fucky. Yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. That fucking Bill Gates part, that was a fucking eye roll and a half there when he popped up. He was like, I'm a leader. Yeah, I was a, like, go fuck yourself, recognize Bill him. Gates. I didn't recognize a single <laughs> person uh, oh, really? until that's after, I after until I read that article. Yeah, there was a bunch of Bill Gates. I remember the, the, the queer eye for straight guy was there, I think. Or uh, was it him? Or, no, it wasn't him. It was the, uh, what's his name? Not queer eye. Uh, Gunn, Tim Gunn. He, I think he was on one of those like fashion... Oh, uh, the older dude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Project yeah. Runway, I think. Project oh, Runway, yeah, with the glasses? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's see, what's uh, there's, yeah, there's a lot of random celebrity people pop up. Let's see, I'm pretty sure, pretty sure I saw Josh Brolin for a split second in the very beginning. He, yeah, he had, like, yeah I think I've really? seen him. Damn, I didn't see yeah. that one. And then, um, what's the guy, fucking the drummer from The Roots? It's on Jimmy Kimmel's fucking... Jimmy yeah, Kimmel. yeah, Questlove. Yeah, he was in there. I think that's all I really started. Yeah, I've never seen him. Yeah, but uh, also, like, a, just a weird side note. Like, it was super weird to see so many people close together, like standing, like strangers, and like embracing. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, like each other. <laughs> yeah. Like after like the last year of social distancing and all that shit. It like, was, that like, seems weird. <laughs> it was super weird to see like a group of people and like something that came out in 2021 and it's like it's this brand new show and it was like, man, this is fucking. Yeah, it was pretty weird. Like, that, I didn't think about that. Yeah, it was just like I remember it hit and I was just like, that's yeah. fucking. Like I was like, this couldn't happen right now. This is kind of crazy. No, <laughs> it's like, there's no way this was filmed in 2020. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no way this was filmed. And that then part of me was like wondering, like, did this end? Like, was it just like the crazy timing of them filming this? Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, did it just luckily finish up like before lockdown, or you know what I mean? Was it planned ahead of time? And yeah, but anyways, it was just kind of weird. Yeah, it is funny, like just spotting that shit whenever you watch stuff nowadays. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't think I'd get used to, like, wearing a mask. Because I remember when that shit first went yeah. down, like, the first, like, month and a half, it's like, nah, I'm still not used to putting this thing on. Like, it's not, like, my yep, normal yep. everyday, like, phone, keys, wallet type of routine yep. shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But now it's like, I'm finally used to it. And it's been a year. Yeah, it's, like, not a big deal. Yeah. Like, I remember the first, like, couple times going out in public with it, I, like, felt like a fucking idiot. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But now it's just, like... Now I look at other people that aren't like the few assholes that They're don't the wear idiots. it. I'm like, You're the fucking idiot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna be weird going back to not wearing it. Yeah, I was thinking that same thing. But It'd a lot of people weird. will still wear them though, I bet. 
I think especially like flying yeah. and shit too. I think. Yeah. It'll become more common. Yeah. But you never know. All right, Matt, what's your pick of the week? Oh, okay. I'm gonna go with the uh the super gore fest fucking movie Possessor Uncut. Oh, I watched the uncut version. I didn't know there was two versions of this. Uncut. Oh, so I watched whatever is on Hulu. I think that's the straight, like the plain version. Okay, boring. Wonder what's different about it. (laughs) Well, I'll tell it. Well, let's see. I want to let's see if we find out here. All right, let's do a little spoilers here. If you haven't seen this, it's pretty gory. Um, Um, it's a horror movie. Yeah, the film, like not like a thriller horror. It's more gore than horror. It did look like a horror movie from the trailer. I was like, it does seem it make it out to be more of a horror movie yeah. than it is. Oh, yeah, it's more okay. of like a yeah, it's more of a thriller. But it's just like yeah, it's almost like fest. sci-fi thriller. Yeah, but it's gore like, fest. Uh, yeah, it's written and directed by Brandon Cronenberg, which is fucking David Cronenberg's kid. And if mm-hmm. you know fucking his shit, he does some weird ass movies, that Scanners and Videodrome. Mm-hmm. Uh, the movie is pretty much about that. This it's about this group of people that possesses someone in order to like use them as like a hitman and they kill the person they kill the target and then that person who did the killing will kill themselves so that the real killer will never be caught kind of thing yeah 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 but uh shit doesn't pan out too well apparently the per- the lady who's doing the possessing can't pull the trigger for some reason i don't know if really ever yeah she's i think i think it's like uh she's having doubts about her job and that's causing her to not want to kill herself like she doesn't want to go back to her real life i think that's what that is yeah i was kind of thinking like she's been doing it too long and she can't yeah do it anymore or something like it's starting to mess with that's her head kind way of to thing. do it too yeah yeah totally either way she's fucked yeah she's done in the head <laughs> she's done for <laughs> but uh oh my god yeah the gore scenes are just this is like gore porn pretty much now, this is what i'm trying to figure out what the difference of the uncut and the regular i'm guessing the gory scenes maybe be cut or they're just stretched out a little longer, possibly. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, the one I watched was pretty gory, still. Okay, so I was trying to think of like the stab, like the scene. Oh, I'm thinking like I'm thinking the last scene when he's stabbing the fat guy, and it's just like twenty stabs, and the camera does yeah. not pan away. <laughs> it's like, oh my god. Yeah, that is a no. It was pretty fucking brutal. Okay, so watching I, it in there can't imagine too much of a difference then. <laughs> For the uncut version, <laughs> it sounds like it's just about the same gore. Oh my god! <laughs> All right, so I'm looking on. Uh, I looked up uh, differences between cut the theatrical and uncut. One guy is saying that the movie has multiple erect penis shots. Yeah. Really? What the Maybe fuck? The, just hidden boners? Not, in I the did background? not notice any boners in that movie. <laughs> I remember seeing a boner. One single one. That's all it takes. Man. And I was kind of surprised. I was like, whoa, that's, that's that has a dick. boner. Yeah, I was like, they dick. can't show boners. <laughs> I thought they had to be flaccid. Dude, I'm, I remember seeing a dong. I can't remember sure. now. I'm just, the only thing I remember is the fucking gore. Just seeing dicks everywhere now. <laughs> <laughs> so goddamn graphic. And the fucking Sean Bean <laughs> scene when he's like taking out the fucking, is he like yeah, the boss yeah, or yeah. something or the dad or some shit? Jesus Christ! There's like you see like the tooth move, and oh my God, he's just like oh, stomping his face. Oh, yeah, that that was pretty. Yeah, that, that I saw that too. Yep. I mean, unless maybe the Hulu one had the fucking uncut. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. The real version has 
Uh, some other one says the real version has erect penises. So if you didn't see those, <laughs> you saw the cut version. Yeah. Oh, get it? Which was less explicit success. Yeah, the uncut and cut version. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the uncut means. Uncircumcised boner. <laughs> yeah. There's a bunch of ant eaters in this one. <laughs> it's fucking funny. <laughs> There's a missing nudity scene that adds nothing. Oh. But there is another one that's important to the plot. Hmm. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, yeah, this is... I don't get, like, queasy watching movies, like especially, like, gory movies mm-hmm. or anything, but this one, oh, man. Mm-hmm. There was a couple scenes where it's like, oh, like, I actually like, said shit out loud. I was like, oh, my God, it's too much. It was, <laughs> but it was good, though. I still liked it. It was obviously my pick of the week, but... Oof. That's funny. I've just yeah, never seen something it's... like this before. The movie was weird. Like I, I, I don't know if I enjoyed it. I, I liked it. I'm, I kind of, I guess I'm glad I watched it. Uh-huh. It was extremely graphic and gory. Like some of the art house type of like sci-fi shit was like a little weird. Yeah, and like it was like trying to be too metaphorical. Yeah, it's very like indie art which, house type movie. Yeah, it kind of worked, but at sometimes it just seemed like it was a little much. Like it just seemed like they were doing it just to like be weird and edgy or you know what i mean like they were just like doing it for the the sake of doing yeah, yeah, it kind of like really. uh like the lighthouse like going to that yeah that yeah route. yeah. like th- it wasn't super integral to what they were doing like the story you know what i mean uh-huh. like it was just like let's just throw a trippy part here like you know what i mean yeah and uh i think to me it like something just didn't engage with me something about it like uh it was almost like a psychopathic journey mm-hmm. i think i think what 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 gets me about it is i didn't care really about any of these characters. Like no one in this care in this movie makes you want to like feel for them. Yeah, you're not rooting for anyone really. No. Kind of the one guy the... that gets possessed, but towards the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but even at that, they're like usually well, I guess him, he's he's in it pretty long. I guess but even that, like there's some shit that he does that uh <laughs> I heard that don't, one. Uh, <laughs> Is that Sean Farton? Is that good? Did you hear it? Yeah, that was good. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I feel like even with that, like, if the takeover taking control of him had happened earlier, like, I think it, like, wasn't long enough of a takeover for him. Like, I feel like if he was, like, the whole movie, Uh you know what I mean? Like, if it broke in, you get a little bit of stuff at the beginning, like, you get that intro and then it's him. Yeah. But he really doesn't show up till like, almost, like, halfway through the movie. Yeah, that's true. Almost. And, like, at that point, like, by the time it's over, it, I feel like they could have made a more, like, a, like, it, it could have been more of, like, a revenge more movie, you know what I mean? Like, where he's, like, trying to get her. And it kind of had that at the end. Yeah. Where he's, like, trying to figure it out what it is. But I feel like if that were stretched out more, it would have played out a little better. It just felt a little rushed because of that. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, like all of a sudden he's like, Oh, I got to get him. You know what I mean? And it's like, Oh, okay. Well, he just bust through shit. Yeah. Cause he was only, and I think because yeah, he just, what's he that? just wasn't like possessed for like a long period of time. So it's like, why are you so offended that this happened to you? <laughs> like, yeah, I get yeah, why, yeah, yeah. but it's like, yeah, I get why too. But at the same time, it's like for the movie, why it should have maybe had some more to it. Yeah. Like, so because of that, I really didn't care for that character either. Like the world that was like built up is cool. Uh-huh. Like there's really cool world building shit. The concept's really neat. I just felt like it could have been pushed more because like even at the end where um the kid gets shot 
Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like that should have meant more to me, and it didn't. Yeah, there was no impact on that at all. Like, I didn't give a fuck. I was like, yeah, kid got just got shot, and like, Lateral I don't damage. care. Like, that's, that sucks. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Like, like, I should feel about that, and I didn't. I was just like, yeah, well, fucking get what you get. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I shouldn't have been saying there, kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you fuck with the bull, you get the horns, man. You know? I do like that he, like, it did, like, I don't know. Yeah, I just kind of wish it didn't turn into, like, to a revenge thing. I do like that he went mm-hmm. after her, like, but I wish it was more yeah. of like, what the hell did you do to me? Like, like a sit down, yeah, like yeah, what yeah. was the point of that? Like what happened? Yeah. I think that not necessarily like a John Wick revenge, but I think that's kind of what I meant by it. Like more of like, that's like chasing down, like figuring out, like, like by the time he realizes what happens, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's almost like already over. Like yeah. the, the movie's winding down. And I wish there was more of that buildup of like him trying to figure that out and tracking that down. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But uh, like, put like I wish there was more of him putting the pieces together. Yeah, know? yeah, that would have been cooler. But but it was an interesting movie, and I think if you're into weird, interesting movies, I I would still recommend it, even though it's not like I didn't think it was amazing. You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Because I say if you're into like Black Mirror type shows. I think this would be mm-hmm. right up your alley, which is why yep. I liked it so much. Because the whole time I was thinking, like, oh, this is like a perfect Black Mirror episode. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it did have that kind of feel to it. You're Doing, right. like, the weird, crazy sci-fi, somewhat near future stuff. Mm. That's pretty cool. But goddamn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The gore. It's, like, almost too much. <laughs> it is a lot. It's so bad. Yeah. But it's so good, though. I was like, oh, my God, this is still going. <laughs> I wonder if there's like YouTube clips of that shit. Maybe just watch those, Sean, if you want to check it out. <laughs> if you like that, oh, okay. watch the movie. <laughs> if that gets your rocks off, then uh, check it out. I think it's still on Hulu. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, yeah. Nah, it was good. It wasn't I just? I I think my biggest thing is like I just I saw more potential in it than what it was. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what holds me off from like being like. This was fucking awesome. Yeah, it's like uh, it's like the first Purge movie. It's like, oh, it's such a cool concept, but they kind of wasted yeah, on yeah. this like home invasion mm-hmm. movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think yeah, yeah, totally. And then when they get a little bit more of a budget, they they were able to to expand upon yeah. it. And the same thing, I think if like this world is interesting, like I think if they expanded on it and like this would have made a really cool fucking television series. Yeah, like a little mini series or something. Every episode almost could have been like a possession, and then maybe you string out this one possession over like five episodes because it's more of a you know one guy and he's he figured it out. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that would have been interesting. Yeah, that would have been cool. I'd be all for that. Yeah, like the whole yeah, like the too. arc of the season is that guy trying to hunt her down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, in the meantime, she's so. still fucking assassinating people. <laughs> yeah, seriously, cool. right? All right. Well, let's get into uh, fucking straight up lightning yeah. rounds now. Now we're talking. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We're going to start with movies that we've seen mul- multiples of us have seen okay. or TV okay. shows or whatever. Okay. All right. So we're just going to go down the list. I watched Lockdown on HBO Plus. I think, oh, Matt, you also yeah, watched, watched that. It. I, I kind of like this movie. Um, I don't think it was like amazing or anything, but I'm glad they made this movie when they did. It really took advantage of the lockdown. So mm-hmm. they shot this movie over uh, COVID shutdown in the UK. Yep. Um, and it really took advantage of the lockdown and encapsulated this point in time, which I think is 
I think this movie is going to be important because of that. Like, I think it's like, regardless of if it's a great movie, I think it's still going to be remembered because it really did showcase kind of what happened. Yeah, like what life was and, like and stuff. Yeah, and the fact that they were able to shoot this during that and to work that into the plot is like a really, I think it's going to be not like super important, like it's going to be life-changing, but I think it's just like movie-wise, like in cinematic timeline, people are going to look back and like, this is a movie that they might reference, you know? Yeah. And uh, it's 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 interesting. Like I think it probably took part, place probably like Marchish of last 2020, and uh, shows the trials and tribulations and the effects that it has on people and how it can push people into otherwise normally functioning people into like out abnormal behaviors, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, it's mostly about a relationship that has kind of met its end. Yeah, it's like, but they're soured. stuck together because they can't leave their house and they can't get a new place and um it kind of evolves into something else that, and once it kind of gets going, uh, it's a fun little ride. And, uh, tonight, like I said, it's a really interesting snapshot of the 2020 year, which, uh, which was cool. I liked it for that. You know? Yeah. As I, say, I liked, I liked the first half of the movie, but then once it turned into the, uh, I don't know if it's like a spoiler. I think they kind of, I think they show that in the trailer. Like when it, yeah, I actually thought that that was going to be more of the movie than it was. Because like when I first heard about it, it was like a heist movie during lockdown, and I was like, "Wow, that sounds cool." Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I felt. I don't think I heard anything about the heist part. I just knew of it as being like a COVID movie, like a couple trapped in a house just oh, dealing really? with okay. their relationship kind of thing. So like gotcha. when the heist part came in, I was like, "What the fuck is this?" I kind of like that's kind of tuned out a little bit once that started started kicking in. That's funny. We had like the opposite uh, approach to this movie yeah. then, because I was just like waiting for the heist <laughs> to happen. I was like, "When's this heist gonna happen?" <laughs> that's funny. Uh, but I was surprised because the backstory stuff was like really interesting to me. So I was like, oh, this is a nice little backstory. Yeah. I like this. Yeah, I was hoping the whole movie is just going to be them dealing with their relationship. Yeah. It's going to be like, yeah. A, and I think it could have easily worked like that. Like a reverse it, rom-com. It a, yeah. Yeah. It would have been good. But uh, I, I'm glad the way the movie played out. I'm glad the way the relationship played out. It was, it was nice. It was, I enjoyed it. Yeah. That's all right. All right. Next up, The Little Things. I think we all watched this one. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. The Denzel yeah. Washington movie. Yeah. Was, was, uh, what'd you guys, Sean, what'd you think about that? I thought it was pretty cool. Um, the ending was just kind of fucking bizarre. Yeah, the uh, digging the, whole, the pits like, part thing. Scene. Huh? The, when he was digging the all, the pits, scene? all the pits? Yeah. It's like, it, it ended very like unclimactically. Yeah, a little Considering, bit. Well, like, there's like that one big moment, but yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, but I mean, it's just kind of like, it's kind of a little bit of a slow burn movie a very slow yeah movie. <laughs> yeah I, saying, I did not like so this movie nothing really happens until it's like, oh wait that's it that's how it ends <laughs> fuck that wasn't yeah i was expecting something bigger that's what she said yeah i kind of feel the same way like yeah it wasn't like i thought this movie was all right i think uh i think the best part about it for me was jared leto yeah, yeah. Um, I'd say he was so. solid in this he plays a he plays an excellent creep yeah. yeah pretty good creep probably because he's he's a bit of a creep in real life so that yeah happens. he's a little wacky <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, outside of that, I, <laughs> Rami Malik's like resting face like annoys me for some. Yeah, reason. It does. Like, when he's just like standing <laughs> he just there. Stares. I think it's like his jawline, like the way his like teeth kind of protrude. Uh-huh. Fucking something. asshole face. Something about him, just like I just like I just want to like fucking push him down. Go. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Knock it off. Looks like fucking Beavis kind of with the jaw sticking out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, totally. Holy shit, like That's fucking funny. 
<laughs> he makes me not want to watch that fucking. I, I wasn't didn't really want to watch it anyways, but now I really don't want to watch that Queen oh, movie. Yeah. Oh, no. like, pretty bad. I don't bad. know if I could stand no, Louis so, for that long. The movie's bad. I did not yeah. care for that movie at all. Oh, it's fucking man. shitty. I didn't really dig it. Yeah, he's got a yeah. weird like. Looks like he's like trying to hint at something to you. Like he's always kind of like, squinting a little Come bit. Come on, you know what I'm like, talking about. It's safe. He looks like he looks like he's like squeaking out a fart, and he doesn't want anyone yeah. to know. He's like, <laughs> his eyelids are gigantic. Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> see, the only thing he's good in is that Mr. Robot show. That's like the only thing I've liked him. In. Yeah, I've never seen. He's it. at Night at the Museum, man. Come on. <laughs> Was he? I've never seen those. Really? Oh, I like the first one a lot. I don't like Ben Stiller all that. He's fucking, yeah, that movie's Stiller, fucking great. But he plays like a um, throughout the, those that series. He's like a uh, like a tombed, entombed king or something like that. He gets woken yeah, up in the king first. Cut? Yeah, kind of. Uh, yeah, he plays like that character. I think I think the two or three movies that they made of those. Gotcha. That's what, yeah. That's when it's crazy because. He looks exactly the fucking same as he did. Like, a little bit of a younger version, but, like... I mean, that movie's, like, 20 fucking years old. Yeah, that is Looks like he's, he's aged, like... Five fucking, years. Yeah. <laughs> At least from the first one. Yeah, well, being rich will, being rich will do that to that you. Baby yeah, I mean, his, his eyes are kind of saggy, so... I don't know. <laughs> get him. He's got loose... Oh, no fucking boy, loose eyes over here. <laughs> 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 well, they're so big, they're, like, weighing his face down. Like, so they're drooping. Squinty... Yeah, right? <laughs> Fucking saddlebags. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. This is written and directed by a dude named uh, John Lee Hancock, who has like a really Kirby interesting... Hancock. <laughs> it's Kirby Hancock. Hancock. He has a really interesting like fucking back catalog. Like he wrote and directed, I think, uh, The Blind Side. He did Saving Mr. Banks. Oh. He did that Highwaymen movie uh, on those Netflix. Are good oh, okay. Yeah, he's done a lot of random shit. Like he did uh, this one, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, he directed um, what else? The founder, ah, the McDonald's um, movie. Oh yeah, no! The shit. Alamo, the rookie, damn, the rookie, the Alamo. Like he's got a, like a bunch of random movies that are like pretty good, and then he has this movie, yeah. which is good, but yeah, it's like different. Like that's the thing. Like every one of these movies is kind of different. You know what I mean? It's kind of interesting. Yeah. Yeah, this movie, it felt like it was trying too hard to be like a '90s drama, like crime drama movie. Yeah. Just, it just yeah, did not, I could see that. Just did not work for me. It it kind of reminded me of like Seven, but like without like the twisty, yeah, creepy kind of kill, like without like the horror kind of over. Like along came a spider ish or something. Yeah, like or that, that fucking like Robin, double yeah, Jeopardy, yeah, Robin like collector, movie. double Jeopardy. Yeah, that's a good it's one, like yeah, all that type of shit. Yeah, yeah. It was weird. Denzel was good, but like I don't. This role, his role, didn't really stick out. Like I don't see why. No. Nah. Like, I think Denzel's, Denzel's kind of at the point in his career where, like, he's challenging himself as an actor. And I don't see the challenge in this role. You no. know what I mean? I feel like he's the same character what? in all of his movies now. Like, he's just Denzel now. Yeah, it's weird. Like, he did that, like, Fences movie. He kind of did, like, a couple there in a row where he was like, oh, he's, like, doing it for just to do it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, he's doing what he wants to do. And then he does, like, stuff like this. And it's like, why? Just fucking mailing it in. Yeah, but I mean, he was still good. Oh, it yeah. wasn't like a terrible performance. Like he he got the part right. It was just like it wasn't anything that was like mind blowing. Nah. But uh, I almost put that more on like the story and the character than him himself. Like he gave it everything he yeah, could. Yeah. It just it's how yeah, the that's what it was, yeah. you know. Yeah, but I kind of like the resolution of this movie. So many of these like whodunits are so s- similar and formulaic. This one was just different enough to keep my like just interest, a bit outside. But- <laughs> yeah. 
outside. <laughs> a bit outside. But not enough to like blow me away. Uh, you know not enough mean? to blow me, that's for sure. <laughs> no. Nah. Team get hard. But uh <laughs> <yeah. laughs> gotta work. Seen all these uncut everywhere. <laughs> Jared Leto almost got me there, but <laughs> it's funny. I heard on a podcast uh about this movie. I think it was on Kevin Smith's podcast. I think they were saying if Jared Leto played the Joker this way, it would have been way better. And I was like, damn, that's right. I could totally yeah. see this oh, being yeah. his Joker. I think, yeah, I think David Ayer just like flew the fucking coop on that. <laughs> I, I, I solely put that performance. I think he was given something and he tried to make the best of it. And then the thing that sucks is so much of him was cut from the movie anyway. Yeah. So it's like, just we did not work. Not only did he like, have to make the best like make lemonade out of lemons but then that lemonade that we were, he gave was fucking butchered <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. so it's like deep we got like two drops of that lemonade yeah, there's no sugar so in this like, lemonade. yeah so we don't know what the fuck was going on but i think i wonder if this movie was filmed around the same time as uh when snyder was doing some pickup shots for justice league it could be it's possible. If you've seen if you've seen the trailer for it, he's got Joker's got yeah, the long yeah. hair and he kind of talks like this character. Yeah. So it's like I wonder if he was like yeah. filming around the same time. That's possible. Who was it? Jen was telling me that uh she listened to something and Denzel was talking to Jared Leto because you know Jared Leto's like a method actor and he does some stupid bullshit <laughs> sometimes. And Denzel like straight up told him that uh he didn't want any of that bullshit. <laughs> he's like, stay the fuck away from me. No uh, he's like psycho. Yeah, yeah, he's like, don't pull that shit on me, man. And, and <laughs> really? Then, uh, That's hilarious. And then because of that, like, Denzel started, like, almost stalking Jared Leto, like, following him home, <laughs> like, watching Making him, sure he like, wasn't doing like, it. doing, like, yeah, he was, like, being method on him, like, like kind of, like, throwing it, like, like you know, like, they were doing surveillance on Jared Leto's character. Yeah, yeah. fucking funny. But, like, he was almost, like, doing the method shit to Jared Leto. <laughs> That's pretty funny. like, a way to fuck with him. <laughs> oh, man, so that was kind of funny. But. Yeah, I, I I thought this was good, but it wasn't anything crazy. But I did like how it just like kind of ended like without like having to like we got him, you know uh-huh. what I mean? Like there wasn't like this huge it wasn't a victory. Like, it's big reveal. S- yeah, so many of these are just like they tie everything up in a nice bow, and this kind of yeah. yeah. I like that it didn't. Still pretty you know dark. I mean? <laughs> oh yeah, it gets it gets dark, but yeah, it's kind of nice when it's you don't get the the, the Scooby Doo ending. Yeah, the big you know twist. I mean? or... Like, and it was this guy. <laughs> All right, what else? Let's go on. We talked about Possessor. Um, yeah, we one that me and Sean watched that Irresistible movie. This was almost my. Uh, I almost put this as my. Oh movie. yeah. Oh. Yeah, I really like this. It was movie. good. It's a good heartwarming. Irresistible. Movie. Yeah, yeah. This was uh, John Stewart um, wrote and directed it. Um, it's kind of a political comedy drama. I don't know how you would really. Yeah, I guess that's kind of the dramedy. Best thing. Stars Steve Carell, Rose Byrne, Chris Cooper. Um, Chris Cooper was great, as always. Dude's yeah, always like fucking it. great yeah. in movies. Um, it was yeah, good political comedy, dramedy type of movie. Um, the scary and best thing about this movie is that it shows the amount of flaws in our political system. Oh yeah, and this uh, probably has happened before. Basically, <laughs> yeah, basically just shows how fucked up our system is, and like how money just rules everything and millions can get flooded into this small town in Wisconsin over a small town mayoral race all because that's just a political machine working. It's just the next big thing, you know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. 
and uh it's it sucks because that's what happens and i really liked how they how the story basically yeah, it is kind of a fuck you to that, that system and <laughs> yeah yeah um it's uh yeah it's it's, it's not that it has like a big fucking Shyamalan fucking ending yeah. to it or anything, but it, it part of the fun of this movie is watching everything unfold. Mm-hmm. So it's just, you know, it's a big scheme on I'll a just, scheme. Yeah, yeah. I'll just leave it as like just fucking just watch the yeah. movie if you're into it. Chris Cooper's in it. If you like Steve Carell, Chris Cooper, and you know, um, Mackenzie Davis is actually really good in this. Uh, she plays the daughter of Chris Cooper. She's the uh, Terminator. In Terminator Genesis, oh, really? the oh, shit. the lady, oh, the okay. lady Terminator, and then um, Topher Grace has a part in this, a small part, which is fun. Oh yeah, Grady pops up. And then uh, what was Mackenzie Davis? She was also in Tully. She was a Tully. Oh uh, yeah, Tully. yeah, yeah. If you see her, you'll be like, oh yeah, it's that chick. She was in Blade Runner twenty forty nine as well. I haven't seen that yet. And uh, but she was really good. I think it was a little bit of a different role than I've seen her in, at least. So, um, but uh. Yeah, John Stewart has made a very poignant movie about American politics. Good for him. And it, yeah, who better yeah, than him? It hits like a show hit. You know what I mean? Like it highlights the absurdity and kind of shines the light on the dark matter. Yeah. But uh, I hope it's- did you watch the? Uh, I left it on, and then there was like this end credit scene. Sean, did you see that? Oh, I don't think so. What is it? So there's um, it's 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 not like a part of the movie. It's a. Uh, John Stewart's interviewing a guy, like like researching oh, for the movie. Oh, okay. Did you I see don't that? Think so. Okay, so he's interviewing a guy that used to work for like the um election federal election committee or something so that, like that. The FEC, I think, that, is what it's called. Kind of like Steve Carell's and character. He's, no, this is someone that works for the government oh. that like actually sets like the laws and oh, stuff. Fuck. Like okay. actually works on like elections and stuff like that. Like does that type of thing, and um. He's a former guy that did that, and he's just asking him questions. He's like, oh, so like basically just seeing like plausibility of the the movie that he mm-hmm. made. He's like, is this something that could actually happen? Like, what are the, you know, like that's the questions that he's asking. And basically the guy's like, yes, this could actually happen because of the way super PACs are. And super PACs don't have to account for money and blah, 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 blah. I know what that means. And it could be funneled in this way and that way. And uh, and John Stewart's just like, so this could happen. And the guy's like, uh, he starts like laughing. He's like, "Yes, it could happen." It has. <laughs> <laughs> and John Stewart's like, and he says something. It's just like this is like he can't, he almost can't believe it that like that can actually happen. What he wrote can is like actually plausible if someone wanted to do it. That's crazy. And uh, yeah, that's pretty cool. But I almost hated this movie like when it first ended. Like they had that like they had the Scooby Doo yeah. ending where it was like. And I was like, what the fuck? That's not how this ends. And then and he, and it's like a dream thing. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, it's like this whole fucking weird ending. But uh, then it didn't end like that. And I was, I was happy. Yeah, that was kind of weird. You forgot about that. <clears throat> you like it, John? You like yeah, it was a good movie. It's yeah, funny. I liked it. Real yeah. cool. Classic yeah. Steve Carell. Like I said, this is... Really? Yeah, he was good. Yeah. I guess he's a campaign manager. Is that what he would be? Yes, right? yeah, yeah. He was a right? campaign yeah. manager. Him and uh, Rose Byrne both play mm-hmm. campaign managers. Carell's a Democratic one, and Rose Byrne plays a Republican yeah, yeah. campaign manager. But yeah, and they both go to this little podunk town in Wisconsin to represent a mayoral race. Some guy that comes out of nowhere. Yeah, they just pump money into this fucking town. There's a speech so that uh, Chris Cooper gives in New York City to like a bunch of like rich guys, like they're trying to get money. And he basically breaks down. And it's 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 a really fucking good speech. I don't remember what it is, but like word for word. Oh, but yeah. The thick of it is is like, 
you know, you guys will you'll cut me checks for, you know, hundreds of thousands, maybe even a million dollars. And when really all we need is we just wish you'd give that money to the town. Yeah. <laughs> the town needs that money. I, the election doesn't. Like, you could flip that town right around. Yeah. You know, we got businesses closing and all this other stuff. And you'd rather pump money into this so you get your guy on the team rather than actually do something with that money. And I yeah. was like, that's fucking... That's Crazy. American politics yeah. right there. Yeah, that's fucking sad. Yeah. Obviously, Chris Cooper has a much better speech than what I just yeah, did. Yeah. But that's a just Still. <laughs> yeah. All the rest but is shinfo. It was good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to check that out. That's on HBO, right? Yeah, yeah. It's on HBO, correct? Yeah. yeah. I think you guys will like it. I didn't even know it was out. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good watch. It's an movie. easy watch, too. It's not like it's not super long, maybe like an hour and 40 yeah. minutes or something. It's like light and heavy, you know. It's not too bad. It's got a it's good got some mix, so. jokes in there, every once in a while. Yeah. Jokey jokes. Yeah. Oh, isn't all right. We're gonna cut. Is it Will Sasso in it? Oh, sorry. Will Sasso yeah. is in it as a small yeah. part. One of the guys yeah. in the bar. It's fucking funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's actually like on the town board or something. Oh, that's right. But uh, he is at the bar. Yeah, yeah. Love Will Sasso. That guy cracks me up, man. Wish he was in yeah. more stuff. All right, let's do a couple that you guys have watched that I haven't. Um, I care a lot. I don't know what that is. Ooh, it's a new Netflix film. It's like a, it's like a dark comedy thriller, I guess you could say. It, it yeah, kinda, it's it's it kind of changes at one point, and then it's a completely different movie. Yeah, like it it kind of starts out as like a thank you for smoking type movie. Yes, that's how I was like, oh, bird. this looks fucking cool. It's like a person making money off of off a bad situation kind of thing. Yeah. But the okay. person who's doing it is like all about it. Like they don't feel any kind of guilt whatsoever. Yeah, they don't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah. There's like no emotion yeah. attached to it. It's just a numbers game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so thousands like, of dollars each person, pretty much. Yes. Yeah, so like what what she does, this is uh what's her name? Rosamund Pike, the chick from Gone Girl. She's the star of the film. Oh, okay. I was wondering where I'd and, seen her face yeah, before. Yeah, she's pretty she's pretty much a con artist. She goes around um kind of preying on elderly people who are about to die, but they have okay. Huge bank accounts, and they're hoping that they get most of it before it gets like divvied up through the family kind of thing. Just like draining their pockets on like Mm -hmm. you know forcing them out of their house, going to like an old retirement home kind of thing. Medicate the shit out of them. (laughs) Yeah, and she and she's I forget what she does. She's able to like go to the court and get guardianship over them, so that the family has like no control whatsoever. Kind of like what uh, happened to the Britney Spears right now. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Yeah. And um, yeah, but the, like the whole thing, they're trying to look for like the, they keep calling it the cherry person, like the person that has no family, like they're like the last living person of the family <laughs> that has a huge bank account. Kind yeah. Of but the person they end up getting fucking and it has like some kind of tie to the Russian mafia, and then they start getting involved. Gotcha. This is pretty good. Like, yeah, I think like once the Russian mafia kind of gets involved, because uh, it's this is gonna sound a little practical. S- <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm gonna sound uh, like I don't like uh, little people, but uh, Peter Dinklage <laughs> is like the big, the like the big bad of the Russian mob, the villain. Yeah, the owner. Okay. And uh, like, ugh, this is gonna sound bad. Like once, like he comes into picture, he kind of takes me out of it because you don't see too many little people on film these gotcha. days. But whenever gotcha. he's yeah, on yeah. film, they make him do like dumb shit that just really makes him stand out. Like there's this one scene where he's in his office and he's doing like the rings, like the Olympic ring things where you like, Oh yeah. Just hold your arms up, up straight. 
and you're trying to like prop <laughs> yeah, yourself yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. It's like, what the fuck is he doing that for? <laughs> like, why are you making him do this stupid shit? Like, <laughs> he, he was really looks doing goofy that? enough with his huge beard and like it's like they're trying yeah, to distract yeah, yeah. you from him being a little person by doing this shit, but it just makes him stand out more so as a little it, person. Makes him even smaller. Even gotcha. Yeah. So it's like, why are you doing this shit? That's yeah, it's pretty bizarre. It but, uh, definitely takes a turn at some point. Yeah. But it's uh, a good, I liked it. I enjoyed it. Like, I was, yeah, I was it was a movie. The I didn't complain. The reviews on it are so <laughs> bad. Uh, the reviews are bad for it? The re- yo, oh, man. If you go down like the IMDb comments. I haven't done that yet. It's fucking like, it's, it's, everything's like a one out of 10, two out of 10 stars. Damn. And it was that. Now, I was reading them like before I was, the movie was over and I was like, this movie's not that fucking bad. What is going on here? Like, it's, yeah. It's all right. It's a it's a movie. It's entertaining. It's a good story. <laughs> and like it dude, it just got shit on. Pretty much how like um like the ed- ending kind of didn't really make sense. It was kind of phony and like how that evolved. Yeah, that part uh, did. Like the lead up, up to yeah. And then like the ending ending. Yeah, I feel like this thing got brigaded cuz it's like yeah, like you said, it's like Yeah, dude. They're all like it's one crazy. out of tens on this first Jeez, page. damn. I did not hear about that. Like I feel like s- that was it's it feels like it's a vendetta at this yeah. point. Like, well there's a few like impractical <laughs> scenes where like there's no way a human could survive that. Yeah, I was I was saying that as we were watching. I was like, this is like there's a no total, way. Like, That's... Mary Sue situation here. Like how the yeah. fuck did she just survive that car crash and Yeah. She got pushed into like a lake <laughs> in her car and she had to like kick the windshield out to get out underwater. There's no fucking way that could happen. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, I was, as you were saying that, there's, I get to a comment that said, this bitch held her breath for yes, 20 minutes. That too. The fuck? <laughs> yeah. yeah. To be able to like wake up, know what's going on, kick the windshield out and swim like fucking a hundred feet. No fucking way. <laughs> yeah. It made no sense. And then uh, take swing, but misses them all. <laughs> Classic. And then her girlfriend. Good start, but then went down. Yeah. I mean, it still wasn't like complete dog shit, but it's just, it was just kind of like, it's kind of definitely hard to believe, but it's. Pretty cool, I guess. Yeah, I still like that. I would still recommend it. It's still good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's still. I mean, it's on Netflix. What the fuck do you have to lose? Yeah, exactly. If you have a subscription, of course. Nah, I probably won't waste my time now. You yeah. should just watch the film. I don't blame you. Maybe. Maybe we'll see. <laughs> Maybe. All right, let's move on. All right, uh, Nomadland. Ooh. Oh, I have not watched that yet, so do uh, don't oh. uh, spoil it for me. Matt, did you watch it? <sighs> yeah, yeah, I watched it. It was this pretty cool. Was, I didn't know what this, it was until like Jessica just like played it, and I was like, "What the fuck is this? Never heard of it." Oh, really? Okay. So yeah, like, I didn't see a trailer or anything. Cold. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, I just haven't gotten around to watch it yet. I wanted to watch this. I saw a trailer for it a while ago, and I was like, "Oh man, this has got Oscar bait like written all over it." But it's it's yeah, really yeah, good yeah, though. It's pretty emotional. I, I teared it up is. a couple times during it. I gotta just rewatch make, it because I was like halfway paying attention. And I didn't realize what it, like what it was for a little bit. Uh, I do want to go back. Yeah, like what the point was of the movie. Yeah. Because it is like a slice of life kind of movie where you're just kind of oh, totally. like thrown into it. Yeah. But yeah, it just kind of makes you uh, fucking think about your life. It's like, well, what would I do in this situation? And what is, like, what's my retirement going to look like? Yeah. Or what's my, yeah. if my wife dies, what the fuck am I going to do? Or you just start going down yeah, that yeah. rabbit hole in your mind while you're watching it. Mm-hmm. But it's like, this is like <laughs> Joe's life right now. <laughs> if he's got oh, his totally. band still. Yeah, that's all I thought of. Fucking Joe's been living this life for like a decade <laughs> yeah. now. He's uh, he, I talked to him a few weeks ago. He was in, so he's been in Texas for a while. Really? He was in, um, he, I thought he was going back to Vegas. He went back to Vegas for like a few days or a week and then he just took off in his van. <laughs> I didn't so know he was he, here. 
he um he's been stuck in Texas. So he oh, got there. The, he got there like two mean? weeks. Oh before. shit! Because of yeah, the storms so he stuff. went there. I talked to him like he was probably living better than some of the people with houses. Yeah, I talked to him like three <laughs> yeah, weeks ago, power. and he was like, "I'm in Austin, or about to go to Austin. I'm in just riding through like these little podunk Texas towns." But he was he was in Austin like three weeks ago, before the storm hit, and now he's stuck there. But uh, <sighs> jeez, he was obviously he couldn't go anywhere. He was like everything's pretty much shut down. Um, and it was like two days after the like the big storm here the next day or something. I was like, oh fuck, I gotta check mm-hmm. on Joe, see if he's still in Texas. And he was still there. <laughs> he got stuck there, but he was staying in like I think a parking lot or somewhere, RV park or something for free. That's Since cool. he was obviously like they're all fucking snowed in and shit. But uh, yeah. yeah, he said it's cold. I mean, it got down to like negative temperatures there in yeah. some parts or like close to it. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. Yeah, I mean, people were yeah. dying, man. Like it was a pretty fucked fucking up situation. Nuts. Still going on too. Yeah, yeah, for the most part. Yeah, I definitely thought of Joe like the entire time in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's funny. Oh, yeah, that's good though. Definitely nice. check it out. Yeah, I want to watch. Yeah, this, I don't. Though. Yeah, probably, probably better just to like watch it. But I didn't know that place in Quartzsite was a real thing. What place? Quartzsite, what Arizona. It? So it's like next to the border of California. Oh, I know about. I know about it. They have like a big gem fucking convention. Yeah, yeah it's probably all those people too because it's it's a there's a big um like van club community out in the desert there somewhere. And that's oh, where like part that. of the movie that's is cool. based um, and filmed in. It's fucking crazy. I didn't know that it was a real thing. And the actors in the movies playing like the characters are actually the real people. Yeah. yeah. I was, I was going to say all these like credits outside of Francis McDormand are like, they don't yeah, they're all pictures. real people yeah. and they all have the same damn fucking name as their oh, actual really? name. It's funny. So I was like, these are probably yeah, real people. Real cool. nomads. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. It's a cool aspect of it. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, it kind of goes over. It shoots That's in like the Badlands. Like a... uh, and then like the, is it Seattle or Portland where she was based? When she worked for Amazon and she got like laid off essentially. Oh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, like she, what the, like the movie, it starts off saying, uh, talking about Empire Nevada. Like it, how the, I didn't know this yeah. was a real thing either. But yeah, like I didn't know that in, either. Back in 2011, it was like a company town. There was, it was like a population of like 700 people. It was like they a gravel all, mm-hmm. gravel factory much, or some shit like that. Yeah, it was like a sheetrock drywall factory kind of thing. And it was mm-hmm. their primary... Everyone that lived there worked for that company. Worked there. And once yeah, that yeah. thing shut down, everyone just like disbanded and... Yeah, a whole zip code gone. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. That's how fucking Hershey, Pennsylvania was started. Like, it was it was literally... Milton Hershey factory, bought this yeah. town. And, yeah. Uh, it's like yeah. the same with Boulder City. That's, like, it's yeah. only built same while... Uh, built everything same While the Hoover Dam was being built. That's how fucking shit used to work back in the day. <laughs> yeah. Build the town. Pretty crazy. Yeah, I mean, this movie. Uh, I remember watching the trailer and everything. It kind of reminded me of like a, a different take on like Into the Wild. Yeah. But yes. Possibly for a different reason. Yeah. You know what I mean? But uh, for the vehicle. most part, yeah, it's the same vibe. They've yeah, I kind of I kind of felt like it was going to be a similar type of movie. Yeah, they mentioned is. Super Tramps or something like that, or like Ow. there's a tramp acronym that they have in the movie too. And I was like, oh, that's kind of funny. Yeah, that's funny. Hmm. All right, let's move on. Um, all right, that's all of that. Me and Matt. Oh, the only other shared thing we have is uh, WandaVision. Oh. oh, we have yet to watch that. Uh, it's good. Is it over? I, I recommend it. No, there's there's one episode um, left. Oh, really? Next, okay. next week. I was going to say, because I was going to finish. Okay. I am on, let's actually see which episode I'm on. I don't know. 
Let's see where Mike is. Episode lists. Do, 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 do. How many episodes There's are there going to be? Total. Nine or ten? Nine. Okay. I have seen... Okay, I didn't see that one. I've seen up to episode five. Oh, okay. The one where they're in like the 80s. Oh, yeah, like the Full House episode. Yes, yeah, yeah. And then um, I was planning on watching the rest of this this week and then watching the last episode probably on Friday or Saturday. So I will be busting these out over this next week. So it's yeah. good. Is it's it? uh, Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking weird, which oh, I yeah. love. Um, it's fucking way weird, especially the first, like, I guess two or three episodes are fucking yeah, super don't weird. explain shit. <laughs> yeah. And it's great. I fucking love it. And, uh, other people do not <laughs> like, I think, uh, people that are like MCU or uh-huh. people yeah, like, that have an bit. issue with it. <laughs> yeah. I think Matt's in that boat. Cause I think he didn't enjoy it. I liked the first him, couple but I just wanted more. I wanted to know what was going on in the universe kind of thing. Oh, man. See, I was the opposite. I was like, I just want to live in this fucking bubble, man. This is fucking great. Fucking weird shit's happening. It's fucking perfect. And uh, and then, like, around, I guess, uh, episode three, four, you start to understand what's happening. And then episode five is when shit kind of all hits the, the fan and uh, it starts to implode. But uh, so it's it's Scarlet Witch, it's Wanda and the Vision. And then... uh. Yeah, it's hard to talk about if you don't like yeah, want, don't want spoil spoilers much. because it so is much good of going like, in, explaining it. Knowing. Yeah, it does it. But uh, I haven't seen past this, but I have a feeling this is what's going because I mean she's essentially a mutant. Um, I have a feeling this is what's going to bring the like mutants and therefore like the X Men movies and shit into the Marvel universe. Possibly. Um, okay, that that's that means that I'm well, on the right. Well, I was gonna say nothing. I feel I'm on episode eight. I'm up to date, but there hasn't okay. really been a whole lot of that going on yet. But who knows what the fuck's gonna happen in the last episode? It could all just blow up. Yeah, 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 yeah. So who mm-hmm. knows? And even if it's just like a like the last part of it, like where like you know fucking not Magneto shows up or some yeah, shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like at the end of fucking episode nine or something. You're like, oh, okay, that's that means it's fair game now. Even if it's something like that, it's gonna be like, I think it's ushering in that i think this is and it's a really smart device to do that like using this as a way to pull that in because mm-hmm. it seems like there's some sort of like i know that they're getting into the the parallel multi the multiverse especially with the um dr yeah, strange movie and say, shit like that so definitely gonna tie into dr strange yeah i kind of figured that as well so um I'm assuming that there's that's that's the way to make it happen. If you're going to bring the mutants in, just make them part of a different universe and pull it together mm-hmm. or something. You know what I mean? So, but uh, it's good. It's fun. It's fucking weird for a while, and then it gets really kind of like super MCU-ish for an episode yeah, or two there. Yeah, like episode three or four. It's like, yeah, you get to see the one cool thing. Um, you do get to see like the um like a more human perception of what happened to um, the snap. Uh, you know really? what I mean? Like the yeah, that was cool. People disintegrating and then coming back. Like you get to see the human side of that, Ooh, which is weird. interesting. I, I thought that was really mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, yeah. That hospital scene. That was really good. Yeah, that was really good. That was really well done. Mm-hmm. We, we should do an episode. Disney to watch this. Yeah, I was going to say, we should do a epi- uh, dedicated episode Ooh. to this once it's over. Be pretty fun. Yeah, we could do that. Sean, you can use mine. Oh, okay. Disney, if you want. I can even I can even make you a Sweet, profile. Sweet, that'd be tight. 
Yeah, send me the info later. Yeah, remind me. Yeah, yeah I say there's going to be a ton of Marvel shows this year on Disney+. Plus. I really don't have any, like, I don't really give a shit about the Falcon one. Oh. I'd watch it. No, that's That'd good. Be, that sounds cool. The Loki one sounds I really might, good. But I might, but... Dude, the Loki one sounds fucking cool. It looks awesome. Yeah, I don't know. I think this is this was the only one I was like really looking forward to, and it has not disappointed. Okay. So maybe I'll give yeah. the other ones a shot. But say so yeah. if you're gonna like keep up with the movies, I think you're kind of gonna kind of have to watch these shows. You're gonna have to keep to. up with everything going on. Yeah, I'll just watch a recap. I'll watch it on YouTube. Oh, what there you go. <laughs> <laughs> give me the key points here. <laughs> All right, let's get the rest of this lightning round shit going. What are we about an about an hour in? Not doing too bad. Covered most. All right, let's just go down this list. Matt. Um, ah, Sean didn't talk. Sean, Dark Waters, what's that? Um, oh, that is a movie with Mark Ruffalo. I think it's a few years old. Oh, that I think it came out in 2018 or 2019. Is it like about like... Um, so it's 2019 on the on the. On yeah, the DVD. 2019. And Hathaway's in it too also. Um... It's like a period piece, and Hathaway's got weird hair. No, I don't think so. Yeah. It's like a Flint, Michigan kind of scenario or something. Yeah, so he's in a defense attorney. He's a defense attorney, and uh, there's like an environmental lawsuit going on against a chemical company, and it, it's pretty much like polluting their water and shit in this like town. And he has mm-hmm. to just go there, like kind of fucking, you know, point out its flaws and see what the fuck is going on here. Because there's like a farmer called him. And was like, hey, I got cows that are like dying and shit. Kind of like some weird alien looking shit. And it's because they're hmm. drinking the water. Like straight from, yeah. Gotcha. They're just like rotting and fucking deforming. It's fucking crazy. But uh, at like a crazy rapid rate. Um, hmm. uh, Bill Camp plays the farmer. Okay. Um, that is, but that's cool. If you <laughs> see him, you'll be like, oh, it's that guy. Um. He was in oh, Joker. Oh, yeah, look at him now. Oh, I, I kind of see. I yeah. recognize his face a little bit, yeah. Um, There's a lot of decent... Ruffalo, Hathaway, Tim yeah, Robbins, Yeah, Bill, Bill Pullman's in it, yeah. A couple of big dudes um, in there. Big yeah. hitters. But yeah, it's a, it's a pretty interesting movie. It's pretty good. I've always heard of this, but never seen yeah, it. Cool. It sounded good. Never even heard of it. It's on... Um, Where'd you watch that at? Let me just double check the list, because I know I wrote it down. Uh, 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 Google? Oh, wait, no. Showtime. <laughs> Google? Showtime. 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 Oh, Showtime. Never going to see it, then. <laughs> yeah. Never going to see it. <laughs> Maybe one day. We'll wait till it gets Maybe on something else. Yeah. Showtime's that fucking black sheep, man. Yeah, that and Cinemax and Stars. It's like, who's gonna who owns these fucking properties? Well, didn't Cinemax, isn't that part of the HBO Max thing? No? Am no. I wrong on that? Don't know. I thought HBO owned Cinemax now, and that's part of like what got folded into HBO Max. I, was, I might I was be making that up. I kind of want to say Cinemax got wrapped up into Showtime, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to tell you. All right. Yeah, HBO Oh, owns HBO Cinemax. Okay. Well, weird. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm pretty sure that's where oh, the yeah, Max HBO comes in. Max. Damn. HBO that Max. Not maximum. Ah, <laughs> uh, duh. Damn it, I get it. <laughs> Judith, Judith, Swenson, Swanson, Samson. <laughs> so close. Uh, all right, Sean, let's do freaky. What's uh, that? 
uh, Freaky's that Vince Vaughn movie where he's a serial killer. <laughs> and he gets swapped with a teenage woman. Freaky Friday? Uh, yeah, it's a Freaky Friday thing, but it's it's pretty good. His acting is fucking pretty fucking pretty good when he's like trying to be like a, a fucking 16 year old girl it's pretty funny <laughs> this it's sounds weird. fucking crazy where did you watch this at um i think we ended up renting it yeah we rented on google yeah, i think it's like too new oh this is the director Play. of yeah, happy death guy. day it looks yes. good i want to see this yeah one. and babysitter babysitter body swap of deranged killer into a young high school girl there you go she has exactly less what than I said. 24 hours before the change becomes permanent. <laughs> yeah, it's a weird full moon fucking geo metric. Uh, that's fucking hilarious. Thing going on. Yeah. Crystals. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, it's pretty it's pretty entertaining. The gore scenes and kill scenes are fucking through the roof. <laughs> They're super fucking nice. cool. That sounds like happy death day stuff. Yeah. It's pretty good. That's funny. All right. I might have to check that one out. Where'd you watch it at? You said we rented it on Google Play. Oh, you're yeah, that, that okay. just yeah. came out. I'm sure it'll be streaming somewhere soon. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. super cheap. I think it was like three bucks or something. Four bucks. All right, Matt. Let's do a couple for you. Love and Monsters. <sighs> Ooh, this is a good one. I think you would like this movie, Mike. This is like a, a zombie land fucking. Oh, yeah. Type of. I'm trying to. Think, what was that one Netflix show you liked? That was like a the post-apocalyptic teenager yeah. show. What was that show? Oh, man, I want that second season of that show. What the fuck was that show? can't fucking remember it. God damn but it. Yeah. I don't remember. It was like my guilty pleasure of that fucking... Yeah, as I say, if you, if you like those types of shows, you'll love this movie. It's really good. It's like this little cheesy, kind of corny teenager post-apocalyptic movie. Yeah, I like that shit. Where he's pretty much like going on like a mission across the nation. Well, not too far, but he's like going from like Arizona to like Seattle, like type distance or some shit like that, where he's trying right. to get like this... He's trying to get back with his girlfriend kind of thing. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. at the end of the world, he's like making like these jokes about like everyone's paired up in couples, and I'm here fucking sitting here <laughs> by myself. So I'm gonna go try and find my ex girlfriend from yeah. Year before. It's called Daybreak. That was the uh, okay. show on a uh, on on Netflix. Yeah, mm. it's good. It's a fun little movie. He's got a little dog in there. He's got a dog sidekick. The dog doesn't die, so nice. Don't have to worry wow, about that's... that. <laughs> that's like good. there's like it's like a happy movie. Like there's no like real threat really. Even though they're like like these like these big like Godzilla type monsters, well, they're not that big, but you know, they're big monsters, like big crab monsters and shit. Gotcha, crab what monsters. Ah oh, man, I just found out that that Daybreak show. Oh, happened. did it? That sucks. <laughs> Bummer. <laughs> well, then watch this then. <laughs> no more, no more seasons. I think this. Oh, I think well. now you can rent this movie at a, at like the regular price. It's not that crazy early access twenty dollar rental price. Ah, uh, okay, gotcha. It's definitely worth it for five bucks. I rented nice. it at twenty one. I was like Jones for to watch something. All right. All right. What about the nest? Uh, the nest. Uh, this one I talked about this one a little bit on our best of twenty twenty. This is the movie with uh, Jude Law and Carrie Coon. Uh, uh, it's set yeah, like in the nineteen eighties. Jude Law is like this like stock trader, but he's really a, just a big bullshit con artist kind of guy where he's just like up at himself. Mm-hmm. And he's I uh, I gotta admit I didn't see this movie from the beginning. Jen rented this on her own, and I was I think I was like doing yeah. stuff in the background, and I was like uh, I was kind of paying attention to it, but then like it kind of sucked me in like 15 minutes into it. So like oh what's going on here? So mm-hmm. I couldn't tell you what the hell this movie started, <laughs> but I watched the last of it. And it was really good. I would definitely watch it from the beginning again. It's pretty good. That's it's funny. Like a, like a nice. Sh- no, 
I was gonna say it's a coming of age. It's not a fucking coming of age movie. Fuck am I thinking? But it's just, it's just like this. Well, the fucking <laughs> coming. He pretty much takes his family from America back to the UK because he thinks he can, you know, do better there in the stocks type of shit. But his family's just gotcha. like this is bullshit. Like you're just leading us on kind of thing. It's gotcha. good. One Night in Miami. I think you talked about that on one of those best Yeah, this shows was too. one of my best of 2020. Yeah. Uh, this is One Night in Miami, nice. directed by Regina King. Yeah, this is her directorial debut. I didn't know that. I was going to say, I, I think I realized that she, you made him mention it, but I, I, th- I was going to say, I thought she directed something before, maybe like a TV. I thought she directed like an episode of Watchmen or something, but maybe this is her first like movie, movie directorial thing. Movie? Movie? <laughs> <laughs> but it's like a it's like a what if story of like if uh, Malcolm X, Muhammad Ali, uh, Sam Cooke, and Jim Brown kind of hung out in a night and they just like talked. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. A, it's a very dialogue heavy film because they are stuck. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to watch that. Well, they're not Looks stuck like- in a hotel, but they're hanging out in a hotel the whole night, pretty much just talking about life and their situation and everything. And yeah, pretty yeah, good. Yeah. Pretty pretty good. Yeah, have to check that one out. All right, so I'm gonna. Bust a couple out right here. Um, first one, uh, NPR show Marketplace is running this thing. They usually, I think last year they did like a book of the month thing and it would all have to do kind of with like the like economics, sometimes social economics, but you know, some sort of economic based book and stuff. And this year they switched to documentary. So they have a documentary of the month. Um, so the first one for January was Capital in the 21st Century. Um, it's a movie, uh, that came out in 2019. It's a documentary, obviously it's a documentary series. Um, it shows basically the history of capitalism and the general economy of the world. Um, it was interesting. Um, I think I'm going to try to watch all of the movies that they do, um, this year. Uh, the next one is up on, it's a, it's on independent lens on PBS. So if you, you just go to pbs.com and you can watch it. I think it's still streaming for the next week there. Um, so by the time this airs, maybe it won't be. But uh, that one's called Nine to Five, and I think it's the history of like um, going to that type of economy of like uh, switching to those hours, like those are the the working hours. You know what I mean? Working so that seemed like it. Five. Yeah, yeah. So that seemed kind of interesting. So I'm gonna try to watch that one probably this weekend. That sounds and, cool. Uh, anyways, so this one, Capital in the 21st Century, basically shows the history of it <laughs> and how. Um, Basically, like, you know, how capital evolved from, you know, being mostly land ownership with, like, kings and stuff like that to how it is how it is now. Um, there's this cool thing. They talk about this Monopoly experiments where they had two people play Monopoly. It's like a bunch of different random people playing Monopoly. Mm-hmm. One person got half the money as the other people. And they got one, they only rolled one die instead of two dies and all this stuff. So basically, they had half the opportunity that the other person had. Mm-hmm. Um, they only got a hundred dollars passing go rather than two hundred. So it was a really interesting sociological experiment because it showed how money affects people. Mm-hmm. Um, they like the people that were winning. Obviously, like I think nine times out of ten, if not all times, the people that got double the money won the game. Um, but it was funny. Like they showed like the change in people's attitude as the game went on. Like the people that were winning, even though they knew that they had the upper hand, like the whole time they had double the money, they had double the chance, double the dice, all that shit. They still thought that they deserved to win rather than it being completely up to luck because they just flipped a coin at the beginning to see who got the advantage. 
So like no one said like, oh, I'm really glad I got that coin flip. That was maybe one. It was all like, oh, I played the game better. I did this. Like no one wanted to admit that they lucked into winning. You know what I mean? Which is really fucking interesting to me. Um, Because I think that's kind of how money is now. Like if you have money, like if you have a lot of it, you don't think that you got lucky. You think you earned that money. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. unless you win the lottery, I guess that's that's probably the only way. Gambling. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But uh, there was an interesting fucking uh, <clears throat> quote in this, and then uh, we'll move on from that. But uh, this guy, he's basically, like, explaining kind of, like, the future of capitalism and, like, the future of money and stuff like that. And he said, you know, we used to have a lot of horses. Horses were critical for industrialization. They were integral to all parts of humanity. You know, we use horses to get around. We use horses to make work easier. We did all this stuff, and... and, and uh, and then there weren't horses because you have all these industrial processes that are much more efficient than horses are. And then he starts to make the parallel to technology always creating more jobs. He's like, yeah, well, that's, you know, that's how technology does. And he said, but he states that technology has always created more jobs as long as you had things that human beings could do. And he's basically mm-hmm. saying, like, he's alluding to robots replacing humans mm-hmm. in the workforce yeah. Which means, you know, he's basically stating, like, the way he's going is that, like, he's human beings are going the way of the horses. Like, eventually we're going to be replaced. Like, there's no reason for us to be doing this stuff because robots can do it better, faster, quicker, yeah. more efficient, yeah, cheaper, cheaper, all this shit than a human yep. can. So it's just like, and he's like, basically the point was, like, when are we going to accept that? And when are we going to move on from that as a society and and that it's going to be crazy. tough, basically, to Fuck. convince people and, you know, prepare for that and deal with it. No, and it's de- fucking true. Much, and it's, it's, yeah, pretty much deplete, like, the working man. Oh, totally. Like, totally. persona, it, title. The whole world will have to change how it does business. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's going to be a completely different society when that, yeah. when that happens. I mean, and we're probably not far really off well, that. Yeah, it could go really well or it could go really shitty. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's two ways it can go. Yeah. But. I mean, there's some things that I think humans will always be doing, but have I to think do. there's a lot yeah, of shit that, yeah, there's a lot of shit that, you know, not enough to, to keep, like, I can see half of the jobs in America going the way of the robot, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, eventually, at least. Yeah, totally. And then what do you do with fucking 100 and 200 million people, you know? What yeah. are they doing? You need Bad something. UBI money. They can't all create technology. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was it's a, it was super interesting. That was on um it's on Netflix. I think it's still there if you guys wanted to watch that. But it was a it was a good doc. It was maybe about a little less than two hours long or so. Cool. But it was interesting. Sounds good. Um there's a cartoon. I've only watched the first couple episodes of it. It was like a sneak preview on Hulu. Um it's called The Great North. It's a Fox show that debuted this year. Oh, the cartoon um, with like I think um, in the fall. Yeah, yeah. What's his name? It's got, yeah. it's got Nick Offerman. It's got Jenny Slate, mm-hmm. Will Forte. Um, it's got like Bob's Burger style animation. It was good. Like they basically live up in fucking, I think it's Alaska. And uh, yeah. and it's just like small town shit. Like if you like Bob's Burgers, you'll kind of like it. It's somewhat similar. It's not mm-hmm. like the exact same humor, but it's, uh, you know, if you're into that type of shit, it's, it's good. And then, um, fuck it. I got two more. I'm just going to kill them off right here. Yeah. Um, the Wu Tang Clan of nothing Mikes and Men. With. It was on. So it's yeah, nothing to fuck with. That's for sure. This is actually a Showtime documentary. Oh. So Sean, you might actually be able to watch it. It was I, like yeah, a four-part series. Mm-hmm. 
It's a four-part series on the Wu-Tang Clan. Um, it came out in 2019. Um, <clears throat> I guess Amazon has something where they like they'll do like free previews of things sometimes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And this was streaming on Amazon. Oh, like it was like. Okay. Uh, I think it was like through the end of the month or something like that. So. That's cool. So I watched that. It's good. Um, it's like a. It's interesting to me. Like they, <laughs> there's this like they have this big argument of like who decided to call themselves the Wu Tang Clan. <laughs> and it was pretty funny. Like hearing them all bitch about it. It's like, no nah, man, that was my idea. <laughs> Did you ever watch that um that show on Hulu? No, I didn't. That? That, this kind of makes me want to watch it, though. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, I don't think we ever finished it, but, I mean, we got pretty far into it. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. This was good, though. It's a good collective history of the group and the individual members. Yeah, <clears throat> the show definitely makes it a little confusing, like, because I don't really know the Wu-Tang Clan members at all. Yeah. I just know I, there's, like, nine of them. Yeah. I know, like, the I was, three, kinda, and then I was kind of <laughs> yeah. getting, like, who started it? Who's this? Who's he supposed yeah, to yeah. be? Like, constantly mm-hmm. throughout the show. Yeah, I kind of had the same thing. Like I, I, I was familiar with them, but not enough to like pick them apart and like know all the names. Like I knew, yeah. You know, Meth and Man. they use like real names. RZA and they the use... and that was about it. You know, <laughs> Ghostface, and that was about it. You yeah. know, <laughs> they use like real but, names, uh, so like that makes it even harder if you uh, don't know. Yeah, yeah. So instead of like RZA, they don't call him like RZA or Riz or anything. Yeah, they so call him by his name. Yeah, yeah. They don't really say the names a lot at all. So, <laughs> but yeah. uh, this was good though. Like. Even if you're not a fan of them, like it's still like an interesting thing. But it is a is yeah, an so cool. investment. They're all like forty five minutes to an hour long, so you're, yeah. you're looking at you know mm-hmm. three four hours of material to watch. Mm-hmm. But uh, but uh, it was fun. It was cool. I liked it. There's some really cool like old videos of them coming up, which is which is fun. And then uh, they they had some old ones of them like arguing and shit like that. And then it was it was pretty good. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, a lot of like cool behind the scenes shit. Yeah, I'm sure. And then one more documentary I just watched a couple days ago. Um, pick it up, Scott. In the '90s, I finally oh, got around fuck, to uh, buying this. Um, I've been wanting to watch this for a while, and uh, it's like a kind of sounds cool. Yeah, it basically just talks about Scott in the '90s and like the history of Scott and the bands that hit big, like from Operation Ivy to like the late '90s. And then uh, it's just a lot. It's a standard music documentary, just talking to people, getting you know that type of shit. But you know, people show up. Aaron Barrett, Aaron Barrett, <laughs> Aaron Barrett from uh, Real Big Fish, the singer, mm-hmm. the guitar player guy. He's fucking great in this. Like he's oh, really? hilarious as you would That's expect. Cool. Like he's like yeah, he's probably a character. He's funny, but he's also like got some good points and stuff like that. It's mm. it's good. Um, they talk to like there's a lot of people in it. Like Darren Pfeiffer from uh, Goldfinger, John Feldman from Goldfinger. Oh. Darren, um, two of the dudes from the RX Bandits, um, Chris DeMakes from Lesson Jake, Jay Navarro from Suicide Machines, like all the big hitters, the fucking, um, what's her name, uh, Danique, uh, I forget her first name, from um, Dance Hall Crashers, um, the fucking Mew 330, uh, fucking Mustard Plug, you name it, like if they were a decent, like uh, the, the singer from um, Bucko Nines in it a little bit, Oh, shit. even got like a dude... Yeah, they even got a dude from fucking Smash Mouth because oh, they were Scott Christ. at one point. <laughs> yeah, it's true. But uh, yeah, it's just interesting. Like if you if you're you know if you like music docs, you'll like it. If you you like Scott in the '90s, you'll like it too. It was it wasn't like the best documentary I ever seen, but it was it was fun to like yeah. watch and see like the you know the rise and fall of that. But uh, yeah, and that concludes my list. So uh, just bounce back and forth between okay. you two. Okay. Sean, what's bliss? Uh, what a terrible waste of time. <laughs> Good thing I watched right, this on a fucking on. airplane. Um, 
It's an Amazon original movie with Salma Hayek and Owen Wilson. It's like his first movie in wow. like fucking seven years or something. Yeah. Um, it's just like right out of the gate, it's just like, what the fuck is like it's easy to like understand kind of what's going on, but there's like just no backstory to it at all, it seems like. At least from what I could fucking follow. It's just like, oh, this is the thing and it's happening. So catch up. <laughs> it's pretty weird. Um some of it's kind of cool. Like it's essentially he has this weird like power to control people and their actions. He can like, oh, I want you to do a backflip and fall on your neck right now. And he'll just like wave his hand up and whoop, and they do that. You know, uh, some sort of weird telekinetic thing, I think. But uh, he essentially like kills his boss accidentally, and then Sama Hayek brings to light that he has this like power. And he can kind of like alter reality a little bit, or like the the okay. story of it. It's fucking or like how it happened. It's fucking bizarre. I, um, Sounds weird. Yeah, it's. Uh, I feel like Selma Hayek is just like so fucking dramatic in this. She's just like over the top dramatic and like oh, everything's a big deal and she's fucking channeling her inner Nick kinda, Cage. Kind of a weird druggy uh-huh. type of thing going on. Like she's kind of a hobo and lives in like some weird fucking. <laughs> Hobo tent thing by a. She's a bit of a hobo. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bizarre. It's based in LA, I think. Um, it's living the dream on Skid Row. Like a fucking tent in the desert or something. Yeah, it's <laughs> bizarre. So she's got some weird witchy vibes like that. So, but it's just <laughs> like woman. over the top. I don't know. It's just, uh, it just seems kind of phony. I don't know. All right. Well, let's not waste any more time. Yeah, it's done. It's done. <laughs> Never again. <laughs> it's dead to me. Never watching it again. All right, let's uh, let's go to Matt Malcolm in Malcolm in the Middle and Marie. Yeah, this is a two thousands TV show <laughs> sitcom about a family. No. How two thousands? We talking <laughs> like two thousand one, like right at the beginning. No, uh, this is oh, okay. this is a uh, a black and white romantic drama. I guess you could say uh, it's it's written, produced, and directed by Sam Levinson. He's the guy who did uh, the Euphoria show, and um, okay. That Assassination Nation movie. Yeah. Uh, it stars fucking our boy J.D. Washington again. And oh, yeah, J.D. Dub. It's just them two the whole time. It's pretty much a movie about their relationship. Oh, okay. I think I remember yeah, seeing some of If you liked gotcha. um, the first half of Locked Down, <laughs> we talked about earlier, you'll probably like this movie. Yeah, it's okay. just It's a heavy dialogue movie. It's just them two stuck in a house. Well, they're not stuck in it, but they. The movie's about um, J.D. Washington's character is a like an actual director, film writer, or whatever, or filmmaker, and they mm-hmm. just got back from their like Hollywood feet like release, and they're now they're home like at one in the morning, fucking talking about like how it went and everything. Uh, but I guess this movie's getting kind of shit on, shat on by a lot of uh, critics because the movie kind of shits on <laughs> critics. <laughs> It's getting shattered out. Uh, Mal- fucking Malcolm, he's like talking shit about this one lady who criticized his film, and is like, he's like, she's totally fucking missed the point of the fucking movie. Da da da. And just like going off on her and That's shit. It's funny. pretty funny. Like I liked it a lot, but I was like, man, the critics are not a fan of being criticized. Apparently, who, who critics knew? the critics? Yeah. You know, someone's got who it. Critics the critics. <laughs> but it is this the oh, like shit. the stretches they go on are pretty long though. Like. It'll it'll be him talking for like five minutes straight, then her talking like for five minutes straight, and then you know a lot of back and forth shit. Gotcha. There are a couple scenes what that just go on forever, but it's really good. I liked it a lot. Is this a movie or a show? It's a movie. 
Apparently, this was the first Hollywood feature to be entirely written, financed, and produced during COVID-19. It oh, was, nice. I guess oh. they uh, secretly filmed it back in June and July. Oh, shit. Busted. Eh, I guess if it's not, it's only a couple yeah, people it's you just, can do that. It's all, it all takes place in a house, and it's just them two. Yeah, similar to lockdown. Like There really wasn't yeah. a whole lot of people interaction outside of uh, Anne Hathaway and... Uh, the other yeah. actor, I forget who it was. The guy. Yeah, there was no one else in this movie, like not even like people walking around in the neighborhood or anything. Oh, really? It's just them oh, two shit. in the house. Okay. What's it called? Yeah. Mike and Ma- Malcolm me? and Marie. <laughs> Mike and Malcolm me? and Mike and Mike and Ike. Mike in the middle. Uh, Mike in the middle. Yeah, it's like it's like Malcolm fences type me. dialogue where it's just fucking nonstop. Yeah, yeah. Malcolm and Marie is the name. Marie. Of the movie show. It's good. I liked it. All right, let's do uh, two of Matt's picks that we've both seen. Or I've seen one of them and oh. Sean's seen the other one. Uh, Harley Quinn, you yeah, finally watched I, it, huh? I blew through the first season. I think I'm like a third of the way through the second season. It is so pretty goddamn good, funny. Huh? I was I was surprised. I told you, man. It's <laughs> I so was ready good. to blow it off like after the first episode. Uh, the first one, the first dude, one might I, yeah. be the weakest of the whole show, but after that, it's just fucking like nonstop. Yeah. I think there's just a lot of setup yeah. in that first episode. Goddamn. Fucking Bane is like. He fucking kills me. Every time he's on screen, I like totally perk up. I'll blow this bar up. (laughs) Uh, So good. I'll blow you (laughs) up. I'll blow you up. (laughs) I'll blow you up. I love that they keep like fucking with him. Like he doesn't have a chair. And they're like, just go get one (laughs) in the corner, Bane. It's like the biggest guy in the room. They treat him like shit. Yeah. That's so funny. The Dallas Cowboys. (laughs) He's doing that trivia thing. (laughs) I'll I'll blow the Cowboys up. (laughs) Oh, shit. Oh, there was one scene that fucking killed me when um, it was, uh, it was like they're at the Legion of Doom fucking meeting and uh, uh-huh. Joker's got the idea of building his tower and shit. And then, uh, yeah, yeah and Harley yeah, Quinn tower. and Lex Luthor start giving him shit like he's putting the, the cart before the horse type of shit. Or what they say something was yeah, like yeah. the cake. You're putting the frost on the cake before the cake's built or baked or some shit. Frosted me, yeah, something like that, yeah. <laughs> like then the, they fucking just zoom in on Joker's face. It's like I'll bake the fucking cake. <laughs> I was like, Jesus <laughs> Christ! <laughs> oh, it's killing me. Uh, it's so good. You just man. don't see it's the so curse good. words or the fucking violence coming. You're thinking it's just like a little comic no, book yeah. cartoon show. Yeah, I think that's what's the best about it is like, and not only that, but like, even though it happens, it's not like overly no. done. You know what I mean? A little bit, but not like bad. It's just the right amount of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just the right amount of it. Like, it's not like the whole episode is just like no. cursing and, you know, and all that shit. It's good. I really like the uh, the Harley um, Poison Ivy um, like the little, yeah, chemistry, yeah, yeah. I guess. I don't know. Like, they, they, it like works really well. Relationship kind of thing. Yeah. And I like that. Uh, Harley Quinn's not as over the top as uh, she is, like, other places, like, vocally, you know what I mean? Like, it's not, like, super Long Island sounding, you know what I mean? Yeah, that accent, yeah, I get you. Yeah. Yeah, She, like, like, makes fun of that every once in a while, like, oh, Mr. J. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's good. All right, and then uh, you can't kill David Arquette. I know that Sean watched that. Oh, oh, yeah. I went down, like, a a wrestling fucking rabbit hole. Like the last couple of days, yeah. Like I don't know what it was. Like, what it else just, did you like watch? got in my head. I was like, oh, I want to finally watch uh, fucking the thirty for thirty Ric Flair thing. And I was like, oh, that was oh, that's oh yeah, right. how was like, that? That's yeah, really that's good. That's like, too. Talk about that for like, a second. Like, like four years ago fucking or something. Really good, right? Yeah, 
Yeah, it's nice. a little old by now. But that's a really good little documentary. Like I didn't know shit about Ric Flair. That's probably really. one of the better, the better like recent documentaries. Yeah, then after watching that, I was like, oh, I want to watch that fucking David Arquette thing Sean was talking about. <laughs> and then I watched <laughs> that one. And then... It's fucking good, man. It's fucking mind blow. Like he did this shit actually up until like last year, like a year ago. And I had no idea anything he was trying to even fucking do uh-uh. any of that and like goes wrestling again. I didn't hear about it at all either. Yeah. Just trying to make a name for himself. I think it happened in like 2018. Trying to trying to get yeah. that stigma of uh that 2000 titleship or the uh, championship fucking thing going on. Yeah, it's funny. I was thinking about that like when that was happening. I remember just like I maybe I didn't realize it was like such a big fucking deal and a big hoax. Yeah, I didn't Not a hoax, but like I didn't ever catch any of that. But then again, like the world was a different place when it was that happened. The internet wasn't really like a thing. No. Yet. Yeah, I kind of just blew it off as, as far as that goes. Because it was obvious like the movie tie in thing to that ready to rumble. So like I didn't I remember yeah. watching it when it happened. I was like, I didn't take it seriously. I was like, oh, that all. makes sense. Yeah, I was like, okay, you got the championship. He's just, <laughs> Good for he's just him. promoting a movie. But everyone in the wrestling community took that fucking dead serious. It's like, that's a disgrace. So you can't fucking do that. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, it. That's it kind of like ruined that stigma a little bit and it just made him just seem like a fucking joke like anybody any smoke can get in the ring and fucking win a championship you know what I mean yeah yeah I I mean I crazy I don't I didn't follow it but hearing about that that just solidifies the fact that it's all bullshit yeah yeah exactly it makes sense yeah that's pretty good dude that fucking scene uh he was do he's so he started doing like literal backyard wrestling matches and showing up to you know, less than 20 people, just a group of friends wrestling. <laughs> yeah, that first one. And everybody's just giving them shit when they find out it's the real David Arquette in their backyard. <laughs> that was pretty funny. <laughs> and just, like, shitting on him the entire time. And then by the end, they kind of respect him. Uh, but yeah, he starts doing that. And then at one point, he starts doing, like, gym shows. Or, you know, similar, like, very small little venues. Yeah, yeah. Um, And he was wrestling a dude... And the fucking guy broke a light bulb over his head, uh-huh. and then it stabbed him in his throat and cut his fucking jugular. Yeah, it was it was gushing, Ooh. and he was literally holding his throat. You could the rest of the match, like he like he was oh fuck I gotta go I gotta go, and then he makes his way back yeah, to the ring to finish in. it, holding his neck. That's bonkers. And there's seriously Jesus like Christ. it looks like a fucking Dexter crime scene in this fucking place. <laughs> yeah, there's blood everywhere. Dude, the whole ring is covered. He's he's drenched in blood. Like head to toe, and then he just goes gets to a car and they fucking drive in the hospital like oh, as soon man. as possible. It was it was scary it was seeing fucking gnarly seeing the other wrestlers' reaction. Like he totally had like the oh shit moment. You see it on his face. Like he went out of character. Oh, yeah. He's like, we yeah. should probably you're, stop right now. You're gonna die. Yeah, the ref was like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. I didn't realize that was That's Luke crazy. Perry fucking there that whole time. Oh like, yeah, when he went to yeah. the hospital, that was him in the back seat, and then they talk about him passing and everything. I was like, oh shit. He was like a huge wrestling fan. That's kind of cool. And like his son, Luke Perry. Luke Perry's son's yeah, like all crazy. into it now. And oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, then. yeah, oh, that was shit. his kid at the end. Like the guy with the long curly hair. Hmm. I'm trying to think. Yeah, it's like at the very end of the. Weird. Was he like one of the wrestlers? They show him like wrestling, but he wasn't wrestling David Arquette. It's like at the oh, very tail okay. end of the okay. documentary where they kind of do like a little tribute to Luke Perry. And then his kids like doing it oh, in fuck. honor of his dad because his dad was a big wrestling fan kind of thing. Oh, maybe I just didn't pick up on that. Maybe I just didn't like. I, I haven't heard the name Luke Perry in a while, so I'm, I may I yeah, might have really. just like brushed it off. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, who the fuck is that Perry. guy? 
<laughs> Why do I give a uh, fuck yeah. about Lucifer? He's like, oh yeah, that makes sense because I think uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was his last movie. Because that was filmed around the same time. Luke Perry's? Maybe. Yeah. yeah, I, don't yeah. Know. I forgot he died. Yeah, yeah. What, what do you have? Cancer? Shoo, couldn't tell you. Heart? <laughs> heart? <laughs> he had a heart. <laughs> liver, liver, <laughs> he had a heart. I think, he, a heart. I think he had a heart. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's let's uh let's let's ride the wrestling train. Mm-hmm. Straight up Steve Austin show. Oh man. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh hell like yeah, brother. I watched the Burt Kreiser uh, episode. And it was, yeah, this it's a great show. It's been on it's on its second season now. I never even heard of it until like a week ago. Oh, it's a TV yeah. show. Yeah, so it's, it's essentially like if a podcast was like a show, a 30 minute segment show yeah, pretty much he's just like hanging out with them he picks them up from the airport they drive somewhere in a fucking crazy car vehicle or go to a boat and hop on a boat and fucking shoot targets out of <laughs> go to a boat <laughs> shooting guns out of a fucking side of a fucking suv window <laughs> at moving targets and shit uh it's pretty silly the steve one's really good um burt kreischer was just on it yeah, he- i just watched that one that was pretty awesome how many times does he open up cans of whoop ass he opens up a lot of beer yeah. <laughs> A lot of beer drinking. Um, his dog's on it, which is super cool. Yeah. And then Steve-O's on it when he brings his dog and they're dogging around. <laughs> Just dogging around. Dogging around. <laughs> yeah. That one's good, too. Because they have, like, these... Uh, they straight up just, like, put these giant fucking salmon on a grill, cut in half. They're, like, fucking two feet long. Damn. <laughs> uh, and the chef is, like... It's, like, some chick with, like, a little, like, setup outside, and she explains what's going on. And the things they mentioned kale and fucking Stone Cold is like, oh kale, yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> it's fucking so stupid. But it's fucking entertaining as shit. Oh, Christ. Great show. All right. Lady in the Dale. Ooh, this is a fucking just finished up this past weekend. Uh there's four episodes in on HBO. I think they're about an hour long. Oh, um, I wanted to watch it's about that. the three-wheel car, the Dale. Yeah, yeah, dude, yeah. what a fucking mind blowing story! Holy shit, I, I, it's it's hard to like fathom. Like, oh, this fucking actually happened. This is a thing. How did it get so far? Mm. It's fucking nuts. But um, uh, it is a um, so a trans person um somehow meets this dude named Dale. He's he so he's been a kind of a con man like all his life. Um, I have some notes to it here. Hold on. Uh, kind of a fucking crazy, crazy life in general. So uh, Jerry Dean Michael um, became Elizabeth. I can't remember what the last name she used, but um, especially was like slowly um, becoming a woman over time. Like he went as far as like going to Mexico and getting uh, like implant procedure done okay. and like steroids mm-hmm. and everything else. Um, he's in the military. He in Europe. He like he has two kids. One of them he's like never even seen, like from some chick in Germany or something. Mm-hmm. Um, he was just like a salesman. He got fired a bunch of times. He stole money, and it's a very like cash me if you can type of scenario. Okay, where he just kind of like goes on to the next fucking scheme or something, and then until he finds something and it works, and he sticks with it and. Until he gets caught and he, you know, creates something else. Um, so it's it's kind of like that, but it's a fucking dude's real life. Uh, he forged checks and shit, and um, he kind of like 
did the catch me if you can thing where he started like making checks. Like he would stain <laughs> fake printed money with coffee and tea to get like that distress, like to look real. Yeah. Pretty yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. cool. It's a classic. Yeah. It's a classic counterfeit <laughs> yeah. move. The um, yeah, she meets this dude named Dale so was it like- eventually, and they try to have this like three wheeled fucking car. Uh, plan and then it it like never really took off and he had all these like investors and getting all this fucking money and uh, so she's like actually trans it's not like it wasn't like an act no no yeah like yeah yes yeah, so okay, that's what okay. I thought I was like oh maybe he's just hiding from he just changed his identity like type of thing but it's okay at, it's kind of like coincidentally he's also you know hiding from other shit and he you know has becoming a woman over time. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, so obviously back in like the 70s, that was like, what the fuck is going on here? What are you? Who are you? Yeah. There, yeah and yeah. a lot of people were only after her I mean, because she, she was still kind of like that now. Exactly. And it's, you know, people were just trying to go after her for what she was. But then gotcha, she gotcha, also, gotcha, on gotcha. the other hand, ran completely illegal, illegal businesses and like did <laughs> shit like with, you know, didn't file taxes, didn't do anything legal ever. Hmm. So it's. That'll get you. Yeah. We got a classic uh, John DeLorean yeah. story then. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, very similar. All right. It's interesting. It's, yeah, I wanted to watch that. It's animated too, which is super cool. The animation's awesome. Uh, obviously, with you know, with along with real people interviews, there's like a little animations yeah, yeah, of like yeah, the yeah. stories that they're telling. Um, gotcha. It's super fucking fun. It's All good right, watch. We're going to go into hyper, hyper speed now. All right. Uh, we got two <laughs> minutes, Matt. Euphoria Part 2, Jewels. <laughs> oh, shit. I forgot I had that on my list. Um, it wasn't as good as the first one with uh, the first episode they did <laughs> with, uh, what's her name? Fucking Zendaya. But this it's still pretty good. It's, uh, what's her name? Fucking, I can't think of the, I can't think of the Jewel, the yeah, like actor, the actual actor, but she's actually really good in this one. Like Her performance is pretty, pretty good. Like She's just like in a, a, talking to her counselor the whole time, or not counselor, fucking therapist so it's kind of like the same setup as the first episode where zendaya's in the uh fucking cafe talking to her sponsorship from the fucking mm-hmm. aa meeting or whatever and this one's just jules sitting in her mm. fucking therapist room for like an hour straight going through all the same shit pretty much what zendaya is going through but okay jules shit. jules is played there by hunter schaefer it says on the on the interwebs pretty good all right all right, so let's stick with you then. You got two more. Let's just finish you out. Jack Whitehall travels with oh, my yeah, father. This, is, uh, <laughs> this is, uh, is on Netflix. It's like a travel channel type show where Jack Whitehall, I've never heard yeah. of this guy. I guess he's like a comedian in the UK. And uh, yeah. Yeah. No one gives a and shit. And he takes his dad for, you know, he's like a grumpy old fucking, fucking conservative piece of shit kind of guy. But he's funny though. Like, I think I've actually seen this guy stand up before. Oh, really? Actually, I'm looking at his. Yeah, face. He looks I like Carson Daly every time I see him. Yeah, he does a little bit. Yeah, he looks like yeah. Carson Daly's like younger brother yeah, or something. So- What's his name? Who? Jack Whitehall. Uh, he was all right. I, I think I seen this one that was on Netflix. Jack Whitehall at large. Not enough to be like he was hilarious, yeah. but I think I, I watched never heard it. Of stand up at all. But uh, yeah, I guess there's like the, I think there's yeah there's four seasons now. I've watched the first two. They're kind of short, like they're odd seasons. Like one season will be like six episodes, the next one's four episodes. Like it's there's no real like. Ah, uh, yeah. If it was a UK thing, they have weird fucking like TV yeah. seasons over there. Oh really? Huh. Yeah. But yeah, the show is just pretty much uh, yeah. they go to different countries and you know try their food and 
stay in weird hotels, that type of shit. And wait, Steven Seagal's in this? <laughs> no. Oh no! Oh yeah, he is in it for one episode. He's in it. He like he yeah, like pops in. He's it. credited. Forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. He's like he's is he super big and fat? Yeah. He's got his like long. He's got his dark, Fucking super yeah. dark he's hair. Sad. He's <laughs> puffy as fuck. He's puffy. He's, I think puffy on the bitch. episode he's staying in the same hotel as they were one night kind of thing, and they just like go up to him and talk to him for Bizarre. a second. Bizarre. He just runs into him. Yeah. But yeah, it's just like that. How do you recognize si- him? Situational comedy shit where like the. Jack Whitehall's doing something crazy and he tries to get his dad to do it, but his dad doesn't want to do it type of shit. It's pretty funny, but then gotcha. like towards like the newer seasons, it feels like it's staged. Like the first couple ep- seasons feel yeah, more. realistic <laughs> kind of thing, but now it just feels yeah, yeah, too yeah. gimmicky. Gotcha. So it kind of. Now they're just putting them into weird situations because yeah, they like can they, make money. Like they stumbled upon a gold mine kind of thing. Now they're just going to fucking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. gotcha. So the first couple yeah, seasons are great, but then after that, it's like right. you can kind of tell. It's like, ah, I'm done. Gotcha. All right. Framing Britney Ooh, Spears. Yeah, the uh, the biggest <laughs> little Britney Spears documentary that's been going around. I watched some of this. Jessica was watching it. I didn't really get too into it, though. It's only like an hour. I guess it's it's a part. Yeah. She's not <laughs> that innocent. You know that? Uh, it's a part of the New York Times presents <laughs> like docuseries they're doing on Hulu. And this is just okay. it's like a vice type of yeah, thing. Yeah. This is just one episode. But it just talks about uh, like all the shit Britney Spears went through as a kid and then as the big pop star and how like the paparazzi treated her type of stuff and how it affected her and she fucking why she shaved it. her head type of shit. <laughs> yeah. But it is, it is pretty fucked up though. Like how her dad just like took over her oh, whole totally. life or, ever, or anyone. Yeah. Yeah. Took like, advantage yeah, of her. She's too crazy to be responsible for her money, but she's not crazy enough to keep making that money. And her dad's just gonna yeah, milk yeah, her yeah. driver. She knows what she's doing. I don't know. Maybe not. Yeah. Have you ever seen like her like weird <laughs> little Instagram videos? She put it up like a year or so. Ago. I've heard they're pretty fucking. They are with, weird. Like, a weird like subliminal messaging. It's like she's yeah. It's like, I never seen them. It's like she takes questions but from like her fans and like, what's your favorite movie? She's like, my favorite movie is Frozen. And then like she talks like a little kid still. It's fucking. It's, it's like almost like Michael Jackson. Yeah. Esque. I don't know if it, uh, yeah, I can't yeah. tell if it, it probably is some of that fucking fucked I can't up tell shit, if it's man. like is this like an Andy Kaufman skit yeah. this whole time yeah 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 is she like buying into that that she's like, this is crazy person now or is she actually fucking <laughs> lost it <laughs> are, are you acting like the crazy yeah. person or <laughs> are you the crazy person are you in line for the beer or the line to get for the tickets to get the beer <laughs> which where are you going <laughs> yeah it, oh, it's hard shit. to decipher man it's fucking at least from what I've seen, it sounds like a pretty bizarre thing. But since that aired, I think their, her dad got stripped of royalties. Or yeah, something. I heard about that. I think she has control now or something. Or, or, or someone, someone else, else does yeah. or something. I can't remember. Either way, his dad is out. Her dad is out. Dad is fucking <laughs> out. Oh, He's fucking, fucking out. In. <laughs> He's fucking out. You're fucking out. <laughs> uh, all right, Sean, you got three left. Let's burn them through okay. real quick. Okay. All right, Jasper Mall. What is this about? This is a fucking silly documentary of a silly. dude who runs a fucking mostly ninety percent rundown mall in Jasper, Arkansas. I think. Okay. Um, I can't. I think he, the dude's Australian. I, I I got some weird accent vibes every once in a while from him, but it's just this <laughs> fucking dude who just wears like camo pants and combat boots, and he's a fucking mall security guard of like a, a downfalling fucking. Can't get a read on this mall. guy. <laughs> Yeah, Alabama, Jasper, Alabama. Oh, yeah, yeah. See, yeah. You said Arkansas. It's pretty close. Is he, pretty is he close. The Fed smoker, geographically too. Basically, it's almost the same. Yeah, thing. yeah. No, he's just like 
it's funny because he's a super nice guy. And he's like, oh, you kind of feel for him. You, you just feel bad. Because he, he goes from like mall to mall and they're just like one closing after another. Um, but yeah, it's just really sad because he's like trying to get businesses back in the mall. He's like making phone calls and like trying to find a restaurant because Subway left or something like that. <laughs> just like, ah, oh, it's just sad as fuck. Remember malls were like so fucking cool? Damn. Yeah, it's crazy. I kind of want to watch this. Where'd you it's watch It's on this? Amazon. Give it a watch. It's not All like right. the best. I'm hella going to watch this. Produced wise, but it's still pretty solid. No, nah, that looks awesome. Yeah, it's interesting. I love watching shit like that. Yeah, me too. Um, what else I got on my list? I think I have another documentary on there too. That was really good. You got uh, Darwin, Death yeah, Valley. Dude, this is a fuck. You ever heard of Darwin? It's like in, it's like right in Death Valley or outside of Death Valley. I don't think so. Maybe I don't it's know. It's a real. It's a I, real. We went to Death Valley. It's a real yeah. town. Darwin, fucking Nevada, or wait, California, California. Um, but yeah, I don't. Remember, obviously, seeing a town there, but it was, I think it's on the yeah. outskirts in the fucking hills somewhere. Uh, what is this? Is it a show? Is it's it a documentary. A what the fuck? Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's just based on this town that was like an old like coal mining town, and then um, it kind of just evolved. Like, obviously, once that stopped, a lot of things shut down, but people still live there, and it's like, it's very low, low population. Um, it's pretty much just like been deserted minus people who are just like, oh, I'm in there for the long haul in this trailer. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Sweating it out to the oldies in the Pop- desert. It's population 35. Is yeah, I was going to say, I think it's like 17 people. But yeah, that sounds about right. But yeah, I mean, I mean, the whole town is like the fucking town committee. <laughs> they all just get together in the post office and debate on what the fuck's going on with the water tank. <laughs> That's um, This came out in 2011. Yeah, it's older. pretty old. Um, they talk about like people killing each other in the streets, like, still, like, or until very currently. Just, like, killing family members and, like, oh, they just shot this guy in the fucking middle of a dirt road here. And... <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> so Jim's yeah. dead. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Rick killed the guy. Uh, uh, there's a fucking, there's a <laughs> dude who burned his house down, like, three times, falling asleep with cigarettes. So now the nice. town makes him live in a fucking renovated water tank that he cannot burn down. <laughs> It's just a fucking steel tank with a door and the windows cut out. And that's where he I lives. That's the funniest thing about this is that they make laws like based Situations. on like, people's dumb fucking decisions. Yeah. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. Like, we don't like you, Chim. When is... We don't like you chewing tobacco anymore, yeah. so tobacco's outlawed. <laughs> At least for you. Yeah. <laughs> you can't chew tobacco after 7.30 yeah. p.m. Yeah. Curfew, buddy. <laughs> Spit it out. Uh... Yeah, it's pretty interesting. Uh, it's a it's a cool little documentary too. That's on Amazon Prime also. All right, and last one of the show, Accomplice. Oh, I just watched this uh, yesterday. I think. Um, it is a it's on Netflix. I think it came out this year. Um, yeah, it's twenty twenty one. So it's two. It's it's kind of it starts off based on two brothers who would like do that crazy fucking like ridgeline downhill mountain biking. That's like the okay, path yeah. is fucking like a foot wide and you're going up a mountain or down a mountain. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like you fall, you're fucking <laughs> yeah. Dead. Shit. Like oh. the steep grades are just like all sweat. 80 fucking degrees. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's, it's a lot of like old filmed footage in like the late nineties, early two thousands of these two brothers growing up and, Doing tricks on a like a bike thing that they modified, and so they can go on the trampoline and practice jumping tricks and shit like that, or air tricks. Uh, 
So it goes okay. back and forth of that, and then it kind of changes a little bit and goes to like a different color or a different other couple of like people throughout it. But um, a lot okay. of it's just like footage of them like fucking bombing these crazy mountains in like India and shit. Um, it shows two girls doing it at one point. Um, it's fucking. It's pretty interesting. It's cool, like action sports documentary, essentially. Gotcha. But it's on Netflix. You said? Yeah, it's pretty interesting. Yeah. It's cool. It's it's done really well. Oh, it's short too. It's like under. Yeah, an it's hour also so. yeah. It's only like fifty minutes or some shit too. So it goes by pretty quick. A lot of it's just like feels like you're just watching like a music video at some point. It's just like them. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, you know, like <laughs> shots of them going down. It's like watching a skate video, but yeah. You know. It's intertwined with like some interviews here and there. So it's pretty yeah. cool. It's a good watch. Well, cool cinematically. Looks like we, it's like we came in under Holy two hours. Way. That's not too Jesus. bad. <laughs> That's not bad considering the amount of shit that we That's had. True. Jesus Holy Christ! Fuck! It's midnight. Good Damn. lord. Time's flying. Good I thought this would be like an hour episode. So we got this in the bag. It's not a big deal. <laughs> <clears throat> a lot of shit, man. Matt alone had Jesus sixteen Christ. things to talk about. <laughs> Gotta stop watching shit. I had ten. Sean had. You start going 13. outside more often. A lot of shit. <laughs> start going. I need <laughs> to go outside. Well, yeah, I think that's part of the thing too, because we it's been snowing here like every fucking weekend for yeah, the last it's been month. So cold. Minus this past weekend, actually, it did last weekend. But uh, yeah, yeah, not much, whole lot to do, and it always rains or it always snows like during the weekend on a Friday or on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you got shit to do. Yeah, but it's been kind of nice, like not having to fucking. Really worry about going anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. At the grocery store, true that's that. it. I mean, that's like fucking story of this last fucking year. Yeah, it's... Yeah. Gotta get that... Hit up that weed store, though. Make sure you go there. Yeah. <laughs> gotta pick up those edibles. <laughs> Give me the veddies. <laughs> gotta, gotta pass this time somehow. Uh, I could probably take one now. It's nine o'clock. Might as well. Oh, uh, shit. Oh, <laughs> uh, I took some before we started. Fucking... Change this podcast to Mike and Cheech and Chong. <laughs> Why don't you become Weed Mike and start doing Smoky it, Mike? Mike pups. <laughs> should become yeah, Weed Yeah, man. It's pretty cool. <laughs> it's pretty cool, guys. <laughs> it's great. You don't get hung over. You don't feel like no. shit. I mean, obviously, if you don't like take too much, you're fine. That's awesome. You just get hungry. <laughs> yeah, munchies are a thing. Oh, oh man. Great. I don't stop eating. Oh, yeah, great. I get a sweet tooth big time. <laughs> I want ice cream. I'm all over the place. Sometimes I'm like, ooh, I want popcorn, and then I want Oreos. (laughs) Yeah, it's all over the place. (laughs) (laughs) Watch it down with these Oreos. Oh, shit. (laughs) Oh, fuck. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. See you next time. Bye-bye. Later. (laughs) Later, Gator. I was wondering if Sean was going to say bye.